to the Bay Podcast Come Correctness Holiday Special, episode number 24. We have a fully loaded cast and guest list on this episode. Let's start with the boys with me in person. We got Mike Ferrucci. Say what's up, Mike. Hey, what's going on, fellas? He will be known as Ferrucci for anybody who's going to be confused with how many people we have on this podcast. Then we have Mike O'Donnell. Say what's up, Mike. How's it going, everyone? All right. And then on the phone, we've got CJ. Say what's up, CJ. What's going on, everyone? And then we have the, the legendary Joe Sullyman on the P520 down in Annapolis. Say what's up, Joe. What's up, Joe? He'll be known as Sullyman or Sully on this podcast. I thought I was Joe. Nope. And then we have two other guys from the Long Island Living History Association back. Uh, Jim Lennon. Say what's up, Jim. Hey, what's going on? And then we also have Joe Napoli. Say what's up, Joe. Hey, how you doing? All right, so yeah, we're going to have a lot of guys on. We have Roman uh, on the way coming. We'll introduce him when he gets here. So let's start this episode with d- discussing our current news, what we have going on, which really isn't much considering the the uh, the climate of coronavirus and all that nonsense. But we postponed our uh, World War II event, Battle of Mets, for Zulu, December 5th, where he pushed it to January 9th. In a way, it's a good thing because we actually are still getting registrations for that. A lot of Germans are signing up for that, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. It should be cool. So instead of ending the holiday, um, ending the year with a World War II event, we'll start the year with a World War II event. Ferrucci, what do you think? What are you, you going to do? Well, I'm going to be pretty excited. I mean, of course, I'm going to get some German gear and everything and, you know, do what I got to do and uh, fight for the fatherland. Nice. And Mikey, what about you? You have, you have your GI kit. I think you're gonna work on getting a, a weapon. gun. A weapon. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. a weapon yeah. in order to fight. Um, but I do have my somewhat far behind first kit that needs some improvement. I really haven't improved it since I first got it, so it's a little lackluster. Okay. But we'll get. I'll get a weapon. We'll get going. And how are you, CJ? You're. You're. I know your schedule's been a little crazy, but January 9th, how you looking? I'm looking pretty good, man, as long as this uh, this Rona don't keep me down. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And I know, Jim, Jim, you registered and you were planning to come down and help with administration stuff, huh? Yep, yep. Whatever you need. As awesome. long as come down, uh, I can do either German or American. So. Yeah, we'll, 
Yeah, I think it's very German heavy right now. Uh, I believe a lot of the walk-ons are usually the GI, so they kind of even out. But like, I hate going into an event like expecting that. You know, you can't. You, like that's yeah. why we we will beat this dead horse until there's nothing left. Like, register early. It helps us plan. It seriously does. <laughs> So, yeah, I plan on, I believe I plan on going as a German, but if we need the numbers, I will switch to the GI side and let uh, Darius run the Germans with his Falschmjager kit. He's been dying to use his Falschmjager kit. Jude's been dying to use his Kubelwagen, which I believe will be making an appearance for this event. So, he, he yeah, he, he should be bringing it. Uh... I mean, we could segue into into a discussion that we were planning. Uh, Mike, I know you you and I have talked about this a little bit. We're gonna uh, do a bigger event in the fall, uh, kind of like an immersive weekend long event, like we do for our Vietnam events, but World War Two. Yeah. So anybody who's been listening to this and they're thinking about getting a World War Two kit, or they have a Farby World War Two kit and they want to come correct, this might be a good excuse to do so. Yeah, and it'll be nice because. Um... You know, the World War II community's kind of been down and out for a while. And most World War II games, you you get five to six people in World War II kits. And then, like, you know, your regular yeah. whatever. Yeah. And people who think that they have World War II kits, even though nothing that they have on <laughs> is World War II. Yeah, they wear, like, a, a Dickies, uh, like Dickies pants. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It was one of the GI they bar- They'll barely pass as... Uh... Vietcong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like that, that's the thing is we'll, we'll have to start uh, releasing guides. I think we agreed on the Battle of the Hurricane Forest. So we were picking units and we are going to go with specific units. So it's like you're not showing up as like the Japanese fucking naval that's infantry. The, like, that's the worst no, part. No, like it's going to be straight Germans versus Americans. We're not even like going to have British or Russians or uh, French. No. It's, it's What about partisans? No partisans, okay. nothing. We're going to... It's just what about gonna, crash boat captains? Crash Boat Captains is, is the next uh, discussion, guys. Oh. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, like, so we be prepared for that. Every every day. Kids, huh? It's going to be, uh, we're going to do Airborne, uh, I believe 82nd Airborne, and uh, I forgot the, so I I forgot the infantry. my jacket, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then the Germans, we were going to do an SS unit, uh Falschmjäger unit, and then like a... Uh, Panzer Grenadier yeah. Was it Panzer Grenadier? That Something, uh, yeah, I forget. I forget the units. We yeah. ha- I have to research more. Right. But we'll we'll release guys and getting everyone correct for that. Mm-hmm. Alright, speaking of World War II, a lot of the base staff has been a crew for uh, a World War II era crash boat called the P520. That's where Joe Sully is on the phone right now he's in annapolis on board the boat joe you want to tell us about the uh the whole experience so far oh the whole experience has been uh nothing but sunshines and lollipops uh it's fun the uh the crew is amazing the cook's even better uh let's see here yeah standing on top side right now it's a little cold a little overcast but other than that we're having a good time so what's the plan overall, Joe? We're trying to get this bad boy up to where? Uh, so right now, I'm trying to get her to Hoboken, so uh, she's local, and then uh, we can open her up and run her as an actual museum, uh, doing harbor tours around New York Harbor. Sounds awesome. Yeah, that's. I mean, oh, yeah. that's been the plan for I think for the crew. Um, 
We've all been on, I know, uh, so like myself, Michael Donnell, Joe Napoli, Jim Lennon on, on this podcast, along with Joe Sullivan. We've all been crewing that boat for last, I think we did, what, three three trips down there so far? Yeah, yeah, you've done three uh, three legs. Yeah, so we've, I mean, it's awesome. It's We, we all have a correct kit, so the whole crew looks like they're, you know, uh, Army sail. I guess, what are they, Joe? Army sailors? Army Air Corps? Yeah, yeah, Army Air Corps sailors. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're just Army Air, yeah, crash boat crewman for the yeah. Army Air Corps. Yeah, and we're just learning the ways of the ocean. We, and some of us learn a hard... fickle mistress. Yeah, we've learned the hard way. Yeah. One of the legs yeah, so we learned the hard way. I just think, you know, the first the overall leg you destination is Hoboken. I just think of the scene from Dude, Where's My Car, where they get banished to the the waters of Hoboken, New Jersey. Uh, nobody got it. Cool. Cool story, CJ. It's also the yeah, awesome. good for you, CJ. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, maybe uh, you could actually talk about this uh, if you actually came to one or two of these things. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I have a full time job that I work at all day long. Oh, but, but honestly, CJ, no, working we, from like, home and stuff. CJ, though, we could use your handiness on that boat. Yeah, we really could. I, I want to. I want to go. It's just I don't have the time or money right now to put together a... I, I don't hear it in your voice, man. I don't hear the wanting to go. I don't hear it. Yeah, it might it might not be there. <laughs> and I know, uh, uh, Jim Lennon, you've, you like love this experience. You talk about it almost every time I, uh, I talk to you on the phone or see you in person on the boat. You're, you're really excited about this. I, I, it's, this, this. This whole experience, is, it's been like an epiphany to me. I, I absolutely fell in love with this whole concept and and the boat i just i don't know what it is and the ocean the smell of vomit on the decks i just want it you like me boat don't you i do i like the boat you fancy me boat don't you fancy the boat so much that joe and i went down there and stuck our arms in the sewage oh yeah great great fun right joe no tons of fun (laughs) hey i did it too (laughs) sounds real shitty yeah, pretty shitty. Yeah, this is a life changing, life changing experience. Yeah. yeah, it's been a real shitty experience. Uh, Joe Napoli, um, aside from digging through uh, quarter, uh, was it like stalactite shit in the shitter system? How's cooking on that boat? Is it like a good experience for you, or would you rather be no. out out with the guys on the deck? I enjoy. No, I enjoy it. I I enjoy it. You, you know, to me, you've been up on the deck. You've been like, you know, it, it's it, it's nice. But I'm comfortable in the kitchen. Uh, uh, that's why I have. You know, it's the kitchen. Uh, you know, you know, the galley's like the kitchen in the house. It's like everybody comes there. Everybody wants to hang out there, and uh, and then you promptly kick them out. I, I, I and uh, I really enjoy. You know, my I always find myself. And I, it's uh, funny that I always find myself cooking at these events, and I like to do it. So if you know that's what I bring to the table, that's what I can bring to the table to support what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, it's a great experience. It's appreciated too, man. Like you, oh, yeah. you definitely bring a, an added element that like other events. I mean, we'll talk about you know the the plan for Oregon Trail later on, but like what you're doing for those experiences is something that like no other groups really have. Yeah, just remember something. We can't do the shit that we do without you too. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's routine. We're a team. What is it? Abandon self and embrace team. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Joe, when's what's the plan in the future? When are, when are we? Uh, we're hoping to 
we may winter her down there, and then she's coming up in the spring. What are you thinking? Yeah, so probably in the springtime, I'm, uh, I'm putting her in a yard down here, and they're going to put the go-fast screws on her. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, do the haul survey, and then get her certified to carry passengers. And then uh, we'll just beeline it north. That sounds like a plan, man. Hopefully we are all on board for that. Hopefully oh, yeah. we're all on board for getting yes. home. I'm ready for the yeah. uh, the winter winter trip to Hoboken. Yeah, and you and you've been um Mike's been doing a documentary on it, so we we'll, we should we should have something like it'd be cool if we kind of release it part of the tour. Yeah, like yeah, you know, part of the, we make it part of the museum or something like that. It'd be yeah, cool. Mike, do you have any of the the uh, like teaser videos or anything that we can put up? No, not not together yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also just lost another hard drive full of stuff, so. Yeah, where she goes. Hey there, stud. Looking for some action? You already know. Machine Gun is always looking for some action. Oh, a machine gunner, huh? Must be so rough. With this M60, I can run with it all day. And lay down some serious firepower. I like a man with a big gun, but do you know what else I like that's big? Mmm, I like where this is going. <laughs> Your fucking bill, asshole. Pay up. What? And also, don't forget to pay up and register for Oregon Trail, August 12th to the 15th, 2021, at Tolcom, Massachusetts. Hello? Hello? Fuck! Ma! I maxed out my credit card again! Alright, so let's move on to... Operation Oregon Trail tickets being on sale. They went on sale uh, right after our Thanksgiving, you know, our November month uh, episode. The they went up Black Friday, so I think that was November twenty seventh. We we put them, we discounted them like forty dollars off the regular price. Yeah. I was so surprised how many tickets we sold. We're like almost over forty people for this event. That's nine months away. It's crazy. I don't know, anybody have anything to input on that? I think that's fantastic. I mean, I think people are just that optimistic about what's going to occur for 2021. I mean, it can't get any worse than what occurred in 2020. Look what we were capable of. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was literally probably our best year yet, despite a whole number of factors. And, uh, you know, um, fucking and look what we government produced. conspiracies willing, maybe <laughs> we'll have a next year where people can just... Uh, roam around without chin diapers and zombie vaccines. So. Absolutely. So, I mean, like I said, 2021, fingers crossed that we'll, you know, like I said, outdo ourselves again at Oregon Trail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be even better than before. Oh, yeah. I think so. It's shaping up to be, man. Like, we, it's crazy. Like, we have, we, you can go, like, you can look at it like this way. It's like all the guys who signed up were guys who went last year, so they know what they're signing up for. Yeah. But you can't even go by that because... We have half the people that signed up already are new guys, brand new guys that we've never met. So like they're just hearing about the event, hearing about the buzz I, about it, and signing up. I as think it's part of it, like I said, you know, our increased use on social media and everything. I mean, you know, I know we'll segue into that, you know, later on in the podcast. But you know, incre- you know, increased usage and just showing people what we're capable of, promoting what we're all, all about. You know, that's why we're getting all these signups. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, the only thing that you got to worry about with new guys is, I mean, we have a problem 
slightly this year, but just like make sure well, they get the fucking memo. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they join the Discord after they sign up and just ask, ask you know, as we you know keep on pressing the issue, ask away, ask for help. Don't just try to you know think you're alone or something. You know, know where to contact us. You can ask, like I said, ask anything. Yeah, we'll help you. And like we don't mind. Like I get, I'm probably getting a message every day, almost every day on gear, either from the same guy or from new guys. And I'd rather you ask me now than come with the wrong shit the day of the event. And if you're not sure, ask. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, we're not we're not hard people that you know come by or anything. I mean, we the resources are out there. The yeah. resources are out there, definitely. I mean, uh, Joe, Joe Napoli, and Jim Lennon. You guys, I'm sure you guys deal with the, like a learning curve when people are trying to join for like the yeah. living, you know, the living history stuff too, right? Yeah, a lot of times we get guys who who've already done some sort of reenactment, so they, they come with kits that range from perfect to ah. Uh, so you know, you get them up to speed, but it's it's, it's uh, trying to get guys to to come to drills, guys to come to to meetings that where we can explain, all right, this is the right stuff. Is like point pulling teeth. Yeah, but um, you know, trying to uh, trying to get everybody on the same page, moving in the same direction, is one of the hardest parts of any organization. So yeah, like, like I, but, I, I, yeah, Joe, I, I would say, you know, if you're coming into the event, like Jim and I've been doing this for years, and if you're coming into the event, come in basic. You know, don't try to come in as something unique where, you know, you saw one guy do it and he had this tape to his kit. Just come in with a basic kit. And, uh, you know, and, and then you'll learn from that point. You know, and what I want to say is I've been doing, like, like I said, not, not beating my chest or anything, but been doing this for a long time. And you guys keep referring to what you, you do as an event, an event, an event. What you do is an experience, I have to say. It, it's a living experience. It's you funny you say it. that, though, Joe, because we've tried to, to stray away from saying it's a game. Yeah. Like, I, I'll never refer to, like, that event as a game. It's a, Maybe it's a war game, but it's not a game. Like, it's like, oh, we're going to the Vietnam game? I'm like, no, you're going to a Vietnam event. I like. Do you I, want I, to I play a game? I think we yeah. should just move on to Jimi Hendrix. Are you experienced? So, so, so yeah. So, Joe, you're saying we we we've evolved and saying now saying that we can label our event as an experience. I I absolutely think so. I mean, yeah. guys on the radio twenty four seven. You know, you have the you know the ambient noise in the background with the mortars and the, and the chatter. It really is an experience. I didn't go to an event. I had an experience. It, it was it was great. Oh, God. The driver swearing at the truck when it breaks down. Uh, yeah. We did experience. We did force, force, force you up a mountain. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, me up a mountain. Yeah. Joe Joe Napoli came out at the wrong time. He's like, "Yeah, guys, I want to get my you know I want to get my feet dirty. I want to come with you on this patrol." I was like, "All right, you're in for a good one, man." You're in for a good patrol. So that that was yeah, that was the hill assault that was like probably the most intense battle we've ever had. Yeah. It was definitely it was intense, yeah. That's I, that's I came still one back and I came back and I explained it to Jim and he goes, How was it? I said, I have a vision. All I had was a vision of the side of this like block space and all I saw was this green crawling through it. It was so cool. Guys reaching down, pulling each other guys up. I was like, Wow. All right, I gotta get my ass up there. <laughs> my my favorite part was at the top of the hill, and then pulling what was left of my platoon into a wagon wheel, and hearing the whistles blow, 
was like, I was like, they they might like countercharge. I yeah. I really wish that they did counter. If they if they countercharged at that moment, they might have overrun us, which I thought would have been awesome. You know what it is though, knowing like, what we know now, their force was split in half. Yeah, it was. We, you know, like they they half their force was dug in on our right flank, and the other half was trying to flank our far left. Yeah, that's. I, I just does. don't think they had enough guys. No, 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 they're no. not going to sustain it. Yeah, no. That was still an incredible. I mean, the video that that was presented was nothing short of you know. Fantastic. Yeah, I took footage from like three different cameras. Yeah, that 15-minute video yeah. I saved and everything. I mean, yeah. that's why I show people who aren't even involved with Airsoft. And they are incredibly impressed by what we can do. But that's why... But that's what I'm saying. I think overall the, the conversation we, that just started as is like people are really buying into what we're doing. And I think yeah. that's that's like the best compliment we can have as a team. Is everybody on this podcast right now can take that and take that to heart and be like, hey guys, like we're... We're, we're doing it. We're, we're successful. We're doing yeah. a good job here. Let's yeah. keep it up, you know? Yeah. yeah, especially when I show them that, that particular video. They, they're blown away by the quality and just, you know, like I said, it's not something half-assed that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just anybody could throw, like, a modern Milsim game and start making money and, like, make a brand oh, name yeah. and just be like, yeah, we throw fucking... We get vehicles. We get, you know... Like Milsim and... Maybe a Bradley tank will be there, and some tryhards will be in the top of a Humvee, minigunning everybody, and they're invincible. Then you can't shoot. Yeah, you can't shoot it. But, um, you know, what's cool about our thing is even though it's small, it's like a grassroots movement that keeps going. And I think that there is a certain sect of the community that's looking for something different. And uh, Mm -hmm. here we are. So just a reminder, the event is August I'm saying August 11th to the 15th. Uh, that's the Wednesday. 11th to the 15th? Yes. Uh, 2021 at Telcom. Uh, er, come, obviously register as early as possible, but this year come as early as possible. Sign up now. It's cheap now. Put it on your calendar now. Get the time off. Take the days yeah. off now. It's not hard. And it, it's yeah. not hard. And in fact, for you listeners, if you haven't signed up yet, We'll do a uh, $5 off until the new year if you use the code correctness when you're checking out. So that's C-O-R-R-E-C-T-M-A-S. Use that in, you know, as you're uh, checking out and you'll get $5 off the already discounted price. That you price goes up end of January, by the way, guys. So yeah. You said it wrong. It's actually correctness. <laughs> Spell it out like that then. C-O-R-T. M E S Craigmas. <laughs> Good luck putting that in. <laughs> hey, look, if you stay long enough, you might have a fluey, uh, uh, fluey, a Huey flyover at Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm giving you this code selflessly. Alright, guys, I gotta get going. I gotta get back to work here. Alright, Sully. Thanks um, for uh, Gentlemen, uh, this is uh, Captain uh, Sully uh, wishing everyone a Good fuck. Uh, good right. evening. Get the fuck off. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the next thing, which is the game show featuring Frucci, the game show called Ken Frucci BSU, the only game where it pays to listen to Frucci's BS. Uh, we're going to start it up again. I guess I guess we can call it a season two. Season two, baby. It's really just something to do as it's like dead in the winter, and especially with coronavirus going on and everything's locked down. Like, no one's really doing much, so it's just something fun that we put together. Uh, listeners seem to enjoy it. We're going to start uh, Season 2 with DeBono and 
Uh, Mueller, if he wants to come back, if you one of those guys want to come back. Uh, Fruit, you want to talk about it a little bit? Well, I'm super excited for it. I mean, you know, we'll have some more guests and everything and more nonsense. I mean, yeah. you know. What about you, CJ? I know you're uh, kind of the... Um, What's the word I want to? What's the What's the saying I want to say for you? Your Your character is Johnny Vagisil. You're kind of like the uh, guy that wants to be in the limelight, but he's in the shadows. Tiny story of my life, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know that's uh, yeah. I'm excited for it. You know, it's fun. I uh, really enjoy doing it, and it's always funny to hear everybody rag on Ferrucci. You know, it's also fun to rag on little Dicky Tribble too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, it hey, is, hey, but that's hey. my job. No, 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 it's my job too. Okay, you know. And uh, if anybody's interested, just message, you know, Basoft or whoever. And yeah, you can, yeah, like, we'll put out, um, we'll put out, uh, a post to get people who want to join and, uh, be contestants on the game show. And, yeah, we'll start it up in January. We got some pretty nice prizes, you know? Yeah, t-shirts and mugs and shit, so. Absolutely. Premium stuff. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so that's really it about that. Let's, uh, move on to... A very special episode of Bay of Bays. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk hey, over baby. you. You got girlfriend, Vietnam? Alright guys, we got a very special Bay of Bays episode for this Come Correct Miss holiday special. We have two bays, you can say the two of the main bays in the Bay family. We got Grania and we got Casey. Say what's up, guys. Hello, hello. What's up? So we're going to talk about their experiences out at Operation Cochise Green. They came as a photographer and as a nurse. So going into this, you guys hear about this, us planning this all year round. And and here's talk, we talk about it every day. So you guys had an idea going into this. But before you, you guys arrived at the event, what was your expectation? An expectation per se because everything was such a like I had no idea what to expect you can talk about it all you want but I was I had nothing in my head going into it except that it was guys running around with guns fake guns and you know I think we both we kind of talked about this on the drive up that me and Grania had both heard all of these bits and pieces of the planning process throughout the year. So like we would hear Liam on the phone with someone or Mike on the phone, like all this stuff. So we kind of just had that to go off of, which isn't, it's a lot, but it isn't that much. Mm-hmm. It's so, not seeing it. Yeah, we right. just had like words basically. But like, uh, Grun, you've been to an event before. Now, obviously the Steel Cog event that you went to is way different than what this was. Way different, yeah. Uh, just scale-wise and, yeah. Mm. So, um... I mean, I've we, never been to any type of airsoft event at all. So I feel like I, similar to Grania, I didn't know what to expect. I was thinking that it was just going to be maybe, like... I guess I knew it was going to be intense because of all of the planning I'd heard. But that I think that was where my expectations stopped. Yeah, I had no idea about any of like the base camp. I think that's what blew me away most, just because of how huge it seemed and how much I didn't expect it to be that big and for the tents to be that big or anything like that. 
I agree. Do you want Do you want to ask that question, or do you want us to just keep going? No, keep going. Okay, I agree. Like when we pulled up at that base, and there was the uh, I think it was Joe. I think it was Joe Napoli mm-hmm. at the like the kitchen. No, uh, welcome. Oh, us. at the uh, guard gate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? It like, looks like it, a real base. It was like insane. Yeah, we. It I looks mean, like going into West Point. I mean, a slightly smaller West Point or something. Or I, forehead, but my mind was blown by the number of tents, the size of them, and like I've seen these tents, like you know, I've seen you like in the garage or whatever. But like everything set up was like pretty cool. It that was. was it felt like you were in a different world. So you'd say that was your reality after arriving. Not experiencing it, but like when you first arrived, that was like the reality, like, whoa, this has all come together. That was my first impression was like, whoa, like, this is insane. Like, okay, it's everything that you guys have been talking about, and now it's like in real life. Gotcha. So you guys want to describe your roles at the event? You had had two very different roles. You know, you had the, Casey was a photographer, Grania was a nurse. Uh, Starting with Grania, you want to talk about what you, uh, well, what you were supposed to, to come as, to come correct Yeah, I was. Uh, supposed to be a nurse. Um, I mean, it really didn't amount to me doing much. I kind of just lives. sat around. You yeah. saved lives. Yeah, um, <laughs> sewed up some balls that were shut off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely saving lives. Yeah. And then Casey, you uh, So I, I came as a photographer, and first of all, I think my impression was pretty correct, really mm. spot on. And it was actually pretty fun. I guess it was uh, a little more interactive than Grania's because I was kind of like parading around the base and sort of trying to get as many photos of different guys as I could. Right. Um, So I was kind of able to like, I guess, do more uh, looking around. I don't know. I liked it though. It was fun. Well, I think the plan uh, next year for the nurses is that you guys are going to run the actual like, PX. So you'll have like a place to be and, and stuff to really do. Like you Yeah, know, which I kind of like. I yeah. mean, I think both me and Georgia, and Georgia the yeah. other girl who is a nurse, um, were, were definitely like looking for something to do and something that could like put us more into the mindset of being at the event right. i mean we were already there and we were seeing it and it was very like we were on an art like a base but i think the interactive part is like we were missing yeah yeah I, in retrospect we should have had you guys in the px this year instead of like ferrucci or like my dad <laughs> like you guys could have done mm-hmm. giving out all the swag stuff and that like yeah. think about Friday, thursday friday you guys would have been busy you know you guys would have been yeah. busy well and, next year next yeah. year yeah, yeah. I feel like, though, it was interesting because um, even when all the guys were back at base, they were like, it wasn't just a hangout sesh. Like, they were all, like, talking about whatever just happened. They were how still to so improve, into it. Like, so in it. Yeah, like, they weren't, like, you know, shooting the shit with us. So I feel like to have more of, like, a role is... Mm. Yeah. Better. I do yeah. think they were intimidated to shoot the shit with us, most of them. Because um, we're so pretty. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming in Not a sea of virgins. <laughs> Swimming in a sea of virgins. <laughs> Not all airsofters are virgins, bro. Yeah. So, alright, so favorite part of the event. Favorite part, like, favorite part of your experience. Uh, Casey, you can go first. 
Uh, probably when I woke up, uh, I think it was Saturday morning, and I heard, I woke up at like 6 a.m., and I heard all this like running around, yelling, like orders being sh told, whatever, and I heard all these rumors about how someone had shot their balls off. And then the story would just like change from everyone I heard it from. And then later on, I was in a tent and I was taking photos and there was this guy laying there and he was like, take a picture of me, I got my balls shot off. So that was nice to finally be able to put a face to... <laughs> to the balls. To the balls. <laughs> what about you, Grania? Um, Honestly, I think my favorite part was at night when um the like... Uh, the lights and stuff were going off. Oh, and the, the flares, the, yeah. The flares and yeah. the bomb, the bombs, mm -hmm. quote unquote, um, and stuff. Uh, just because it was exciting to hear and kind of made me feel more immersed. Um, but I guess the other part that I loved was just watching you guys kind of all line up and be so serious. Because I Cause we're have not... Serious. not yeah. No, I haven't <laughs> seen any of you like that. So knowing some of the guys and then like seeing you just so incredibly intense and serious was fascinating. <laughs> I agree with that. It was it was kind of like amazing that everyone really did take it serious and they were fully invested in this and like, you know, if they got yelled at, it was like, oh, shoot. It was almost seeing like a personality switch, like a total yeah. personality switch for some people. Yeah. So it was That's fair. Cool. Yeah. There was a lot of like, it, it's cool to see how much respect there is for whoever is talking or whoever yeah. is in charge. If there's like, a you know, whatever, your commander or something like yeah. that. It's cool to see everyone just kind of be like, yes, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then do it. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so Casey, favorite picture you took? Ooh. Uh, I think I got... Some good ones of you. Yeah, everyone was complaining. Everyone was complaining that you were very biased. That's not true, and I would like them to say that to my face. <laughs> False. I got a good one of Ferrucci. You know what? I think I got one of CJ that I really like. Of him you, giving orders, maybe. Yeah, I think the I think you took the one of him that we used for the uh, the Come yes. Christmas Madness, and that was yeah, yeah, that was a really good yeah, one. Yeah, I really like he, that one. He does. He has a pretty good charismatic. Uh, Picture profile, CJ. Photogenic? Yeah, it's photogenic. Yeah. <laughs> we got there. Yeah. All right, so are you guys planning to go to Oregon Trail next year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, both yeah. of you guys? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty yeah. easy. Pretty For easy. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I really don't know what the, like, downside or, you know, like, the negative part about the event would be. I mean, be. I don't think there was one. Like, there's no reason I wouldn't even consider going back yeah and i mean even if you don't like camping because like a lot of like girls are like oh, i don't want to go camping i don't i don't want to go but it's like what do you mean camping's still in right now it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all over pinterest it is, yeah. it's trending but it's not really camping because you're it's no. like glam camping like, and we like had it. people cooking for us like and yeah. people making us coffee and tea in the morning like we were not <laughs> i was yeah. gonna say the food we weren't yeah. strapped yeah. i may have eaten better there than i would have at home yeah. Yeah, I was and, and probably. We're yeah. gonna have a lot so of improvements in terms of the uh, culinary arts. Oh, oh. Yeah, on base. Okay. So. Count us in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, any advice for other women going to Oregon Trail in twenty twenty one? If they're, if come correct. 
100% come correct. Because mm-hmm. these guys will tear you apart. <laughs> no. Yes, you make it sound so intimidating. <laughs> no, uh, I guess, I think um, you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, take it in stride. You yeah. know, like, don't come with too many expectations of either bad or good. Just mm-hmm. kind of come, see it, see what's going on. You'll get to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And it, that's fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. We're pretty fun. Females get their own tent. All the females. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be in their mm-hmm. own tent. So yes. it's not like you're going to be like sleeping next to like a snoring Wycander. No. And you'll definitely yeah. still hear the snoring. Yes. Yes. And there will be snoring Rufio in your tent. Probably. He's, he's, he bunks yeah. with me. Does Rufio come next year? Why, why wouldn't he? He was great. He was a fan favorite. Let's be real. He was mooching hard. <laughs> oh wait actually i changed my mind my favorite moment was of the event was when i lost rufio and i was panicking running around the base like where's my dog and i found him in a tent it, all the way in the back in between three guys who were all eating and he was just staring at them <laughs> drooling and they were loving it and he never left yeah he was a good, like, base rat. That was, that's his impression, a rat. A jungle rat. Yeah. He nailed it. A giant jungle rat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get, um, we have, we have a few, we actually have uh, a, a girl sign up to be a photographer already. And then you guys are coming back. I believe George is coming back. Your sister may be coming, she said. So, we'll have, we'll have more, like, a whole, you know. I thought uh, Dave's might invite his wife too or oh, something yeah. like that. I, I there that. were a few guys There were who a few were guys like, who were like, oh, oh now there's, there's women. Yeah. yeah. Maybe my yeah. wife will come. She yeah. actually loves this stuff. Girls. Yeah. Girls. Oh my Girls. God. Females? Yeah. No, when you guys got out of the car, it was like every single head just went like this. <gasps> they turned like, boop. Estrogen. Yeah. Oh, shorts. Oh my. They were not that tiny. I could. I, I'm gonna wear tinier ones next year. Ooh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make sure of it. Sea <laughs> yeah. of virgins. Oh, I'm gonna wear oh, like. Yeah. I'm just gonna Nothing. wear lingerie. Nothing. I'm just gonna show up in lingerie. <laughs> like, am I dressed in a brokerage? Oh my god, I'm changing. Don't worry. It's okay. Old truckload. <laughs> what do I do? I gotta go to my tent. All right. On that note, girls. Anything else to say? You have anything else, or? I would say. Um, I think it's a really cool experience, especially for people, girls or guys who have never done it before, because it really is very impressive. Like you definitely feel like you're in a different era, a different world. I mean, it's a complete immersive experience. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and even if you're not into, like you said before, if you're not into camping or whatever, like there really are enough amenities that you don't feel... Like, like you're roughing it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you guys. So well, actually, I can't wait to see you guys at Oregon Trail next year. Can't wait Thanks. to be there. Yeah. Thanks, Big Bay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Little Bay. Yeah. Big K. All right, Big K. <laughs> Big K. All right, guys. Thank you for being on. And uh, thanks for having thank us. You. This is great. All I right. love airtime. <laughs> All right, thank you. Rich, do you want me to say any, any other questions? Nope, that's it. <laughs> These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are.
shit going on so guys let's have a discussion first this this is really pertaining to people starting out and just based on your experiences what vietnam item should you first get if you're starting out so if you're starting out you're fresh you have nothing you're starting out you want to get into the hobby what vietnam item should you start with getting first let's start with let me well let me begin with cj cj what do you think buddy um, I would say try getting the big ticket items off the bat, you know, like a helmet and a, a rucksack, just because everything else is pretty reasonable as long as you're not a bigger guy. You know, everything else is pretty cheap, pretty easy to come by. Um, just go for the big stuff first. Knock it out of the park with that. Kind of makes sense with the theory like, that if you spend the money like, too. If you're getting a helmet, like, don't show up in a boonie. You know, like, in the movies you see, always see a guy wearing a boonie. 
No, you wear a freaking helmet. Wear a helmet. Okay. Yeah. What are you saying, Mike? What were you saying? Well, I like I like that because like especially with a helmet or something, if you spend like a decent chunk of change on a nice helmet, then you're more inclined to get the rest of the stuff. And technically, a helmet should last you your entire yeah. experience, yeah, or yeah. your career, your reenacting career. Yeah. You know. Uh, what about you, Jim Lennon? I always tell guys to get boots and uh, a helmet. Just uh, this way, if you, you can go to something, I have to borrow boots. You can borrow the rest of the shit, but boots and something on your head, that's 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 what I usually tell guys. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like going bowling. Yeah, you don't want to wear somebody else's shoes, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was actually going to be my point was like, Every single person I'm, I try to get into it, I'm like, yo, just buy your own boots. I'm not lending you boots, but I can lend you every other piece of kit. Right. Yep. Yeah. What yeah. about you, uh, Joe? Um, yeah, I, mean, I would say, you know, obviously a uniform, you know, a correct uniform from a good vendor, from a known vendor. Yeah. You know, you, you obviously not, you know, need that. You know, and then don't forget about, you know, if you, you're going to start doing this and staying out late, you're going to need, uh, you know, how to... You know, protect yourself at night and keep warm. So yeah, like poncho liner or something like that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that is something. You know, it's funny. That's I think a lot of people for their second year. That's what they end up picking up because their first their first year they get the bare minimum, and they don't have a poncho or any like warm weather gear, and they're wet and cold, and they're like, "This sucks." And that's the first thing they get when they're done their after their first experience. Right. Like how many guys after um. I mean, Junction City and MacArthur for our events went and got ponchos. And even guys who had one poncho got two ponchos, you know, like shit like that. Yep. What yep. about you, Ferrucci? Well, I guess I'll change it up. Um, I was going to say, you know, getting a proper M16, you know, whether it's an AG or a gas blowback. I mean, when you do look at the pictures, of course, everyone's going to notice the pouches and uniforms. But also, if you have the wrong M16, you're going to definitely be called out on it as well. Yeah. And I like how you specified M16, not XM. Not something snowflake and special. M16. Yeah. Get an M16. Yeah. yeah. There are too many guys that shouldn't have XMs that have XMs. Yeah. If you're doing a basic infantry grunt impression, M16. Yeah, in particular an M16A1 or the basic, I mean, I know you mentioned XM, but if you want to get technical, XM16E1. You know, well, I'm is, saying no. You want regular long rifle M16. Well, well yeah, but the yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, not the 177. Right. Yeah, which right. yeah. But um, that that would probably be on the top of the list because that's the first thing anyone would notice. Right. Would be the weapons. Um, you just like you said, you don't want to come in with something completely incorrect or be one of those idiots who walks around with an AK. Yeah. And uh, well, you wouldn't be walking around at our yeah. You wouldn't as, as a GI. I mean, if you're yeah. If you're Pavin, yeah. Obviously. Well, of course, yeah. but, you know, as a GI, I'd say the weapons would yeah. have to be on the top of my list. What about you, O'Donnell? Hello? The Dog? biggest... That's hard. I would have I would have said weapon, honestly, originally. Mm. Um, Weapon's not a bad one, too, because even, like, a guy like me... I'd rather you buy your own weapon and I'll lend you everything else. I because I hate I hate loaning out. Oh, that's weapons. the worst. That's yeah. the worst. Um, fatigues, maybe. Yeah, like a proper set of uniform. Yeah, yeah. good, good uniform. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then, you're, then yeah. you're you know 
that's forty percent of the work. It's like, a good base. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I want to go with Jim and say boots, and I think that goes for both sides. Like Heaven or GI, just get the, the get the right. correct boots. Yeah. Uh, Could we say like uniform as like a whole? Yeah, like, yeah, I think Joe said that. Joe yeah, did yeah. say uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. what about? I guess it's really special. Yeah, so like, of, like a rock. <laughs> so, that, would that count as like with the towel? See, starting out is that's tough because that's a big expense for a lot of guys. So then you're like, let's say you got you. It's like a it's a weird catch twenty two. Yeah. Because you you got to know that you want to do this mm-hmm. to buy a rucksack oh, yeah. and like really invest in it. But you also have to kind of come experience it to know that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you come to the event without a rucksack, you realize very quickly. I mean, some guys survive out of their butt packs, which is right. totally, totally like, right. possible. But um, but like other people, you know, it's uh, you realize you don't have a ruck full of stuff to survive the right. night. Right. And, and that's hard. Because that's, I mean, people. I guess to speak for myself personally, when I first got involved with you guys, I mean, I... You saw the very first backpack I had. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, I bought the Tropical for when we started doing, you know, uh, what was the first one? I know last one was... With Doc Zang you, you did? Yeah, the, the 2019. I, I think it was Doc Zang. That's why I bought the Tropical. And then MacArthur was 2019. I, so was, yeah, Operation MacArthur was the Yeah, but I, I got the... I got the uh, immediately afterwards, I got the, the other uh, rucksack. Oh. So, um, so wait, what do you, you do have a lightweight now, right? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's, I've owned from most of a year already. Yeah. Um, but I think that's definitely an important tool because you don't want to have, have somebody walk around with a, an Alice pack or. Yeah. I mean, I would rather you just live off your butt pack for the first event that you go right. to and then build off of there. But I think like the common sense answers was like Joe saying that. Yeah, just get a base uniform. Right. Everyone kind of kind of agreed, like boots. Oh, without question. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you get a base, like even like load bearing equipment and stuff like that. There's plenty of guys in the community that will help you out. Right. Um, so if you were like starting fresh, let's say starting fresh, I mean, yeah. two months before the event, you're like, oh yeah, I really want to do this. I'm not gonna be able to find everything in time. Definitely get a, a base uniform and boots. And, yeah, base I think, uni- I think yeah. you can. Get- I say top three, where we can all agree. Helmet, uniform, boots, and that's it. Yeah. I think we can all generally agree yeah. on that. I know most guys, like me personally, I would buy my own weapon. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you know, switch boots for helmet or whatever. Right. I mean, switch I know. weapon for helmet or whatever. I think uh, it's pretty fair to say. I, like, you know, like you said, it's up for a pin. I mean, like I said, my top three would like, like I just mentioned. But, you know, like I said, weapons, of course. I mean, like I said, it depends on the person. How serious, like I said, like you guys mentioned, how seriously it's taken by said individual, you know? Yep. So, yep. I mean, I know for myself it was, you know, weapon first when I joined you guys, you know, weapon first, right uniform. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously I've been having the boots. So, um, you know, like I said, it just varies on the individual. So, like, how did you guys, like, I know, like, Jim and Joe, you guys have been doing this for a while and you guys have a lot of gear. Like, Joe, like, you're, you were a collector. Like, did you have stuff? Did you start buying stuff before you plan to even use it in the field? Oh yeah, for your event. Well, uh, well, I mean, just in general, like let's say, fifteen years ago when you started, like or whatever, where you're like, yeah, I just, I just like to look at this, this scarf or whatever it is, like whatever item this, this lighter that I like. Like, you, did you start buying stuff 
before you were planning to even use it in the field. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of how. Yeah, I mean that, that's what yeah you just yeah you, know, you just get obsessed at one point and you know you go crazy with people like it and you have to be fine. I mean you can you have to get the right part and this or that and yeah and then you find out you don't want to wear your real stuff in the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you then you start paring it down to crappy stuff. So, well, I'll wear this in the field, I'll wear that in the field. Then you have your right. and then you got your stuff you react with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. When I started out, I think I... I think I started... I started out as Pavin, so I, I really just bought everything in one shot. Yeah. Like, I, like, I actually... Because it was pretty cheap. Like, I was like, I bought the AK, which was, like, the big purchase for the Pavin. Then I put together the... Uh, the jungle boots with the, the dickies for the starter, and I borrowed, like, everything else I needed. So, meh. Yeah, I think Boots is the big one. Yeah, without question. Especially, you know, when we talked about in the previous podcast, you know, good boots in particular. Yeah. I know, I, you know, we I personally use the Zero Dark 30s. Those are fantastic. Um, if you use a Rothko, that's up in the air. I mean, because you're spending, what, 25, 30 bucks, and it's... I know, we were talking about Rothko's... It'll last you a weekend, yeah. if that. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about Rothko's earlier in the yeah. uh, planning group, and it was just yeah. like... Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're gonna fall apart. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny? It's weird because some guys they swear by the Rothkos, like, like they've had them for years. I, the same pair. Yeah. I, it's I, like, why, why are you different? I tr- I trash them every time I wear them. They're trashed. See, I agree, and you know what? I'll be honest. I still have a couple Rothkos. I mean, I don't use them for our events. I use them for like, honestly, like steel cog. Yeah, you wore your black ones, right? Yeah, yeah. those I've had for five years. I'm I'm not even gonna be that guy who played devil's advocate. It's just they held up well for me. Yeah, I know. And I beat the crap. I, mean, I guess, like I said, it depends on who, you know how you use them. Uh, like I said, no. Right. I mean, some people too are just rough on footwear. Man. Right. Especially yeah, if you're I, like me, like a big guy, I'm just yeah. rough on footwear in general. Right. Yeah. You know, you need something with better quality. You know. So um, I'm not for it, but like I said, I mean, I'd rather get better quality. Like I said, the Zero Dark Thirties. Or more comfortable. There was a little more space inside, so I put wool socks in. It held up very well. It took a hell of a beating when we went through Daxian, Calm Duck. Yeah. So I mean, and they're still being used, you know, serviced right now. So oh, good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, my favorite boots this year, though, and now this is really snowflakey stuff, so I'm not advising people to go out and get these boots. Is the the um, Palladiums that CJ and I converted to look like. Um, the Siji boots. Yeah, did you see the guy? There was a guy actually selling a pair of sevens of actual uh, Dude, beta all, boots. Yeah, it's all small sizes, man. Yeah, and so if you have a bigger foot, man, the uh, the Palladium's really... I mean, they're as close as you're going to get. Yeah. I almost yeah. wanted to buy... The, if they were like under 100 bucks, 100 bucks, I would have I bought them so we can like kind of reverse engineer them. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, the only thing that's really different with ours is the, like, the vulcanizing comes up higher. Yes. But that is a, a hell of a process to even try to replicate that. Dude, and you have to get so close to even notice that. Yeah, exactly. I think for what they are, it's pretty pretty damn close. So how comfortable was it for? I mean... They're they're comfortable, man. You like... Yeah, they're they're awesome. You they're really pretty, pretty a, damn comfortable. Yeah, you don't really even need a sole, like an additional sole. Really? No, they're... they're they're really comfy. Don't I you? always need a sole. Yeah, yeah I, I use a sole too, man. I... CJ, did you put a sole in yours? Nope. Yeah, I don't think I put it. In... They already actually have like a pretty nice because they're like they're like streetwear. 
Right. So like they actually yeah. had a pretty nice soul in them to begin with. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the next topic, which was uh, the Come Correct Miss Madness tournament on Instagram that we we started in the beginning of December. It had a little bit of controversy. I would do it again, but uh, way differently. Like much, 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 much different than how I did it uh, this year. I, I mean, first off the bat, I would not do it as individuals, as entries. I would just, I think I'll have people enter their own photos. Right. And then we'll like match the photos up together and we'll have people vote that way. Okay. Uh, the system was very flawed. I, I heard a few complaints from guys. I had a few complaints myself. Um, it's just, it was just a flawed thing. But the main purpose of it wasn't really to find out who was correct more than other another person because if you were in any way not correct you wouldn't have been on that you know in that tournament you wouldn't have been entered like i like i actually was went through the uh the photo dump from coaches and just added people um it really was the the intention was to get people to interact with the the um the instagram account which it did uh we got a, a little bit of a follower increase of that the the contest that we did prior to that really um, added to Absolutely. our follower account. But, yeah, I'll do it again. And it's really just to get responses and interactions with our uh, our follower base. Uh, Ferrucci is the current champion of the Come Correct Miss Madness <laughs> tournament. He won b literally by one vote against Hollywood. Uh, he won by one vote. It was that close. It was like one vote. One. one it was... I. <laughs> And it was it was up, it was up and down the entire time because I was yeah. watching the uh, the voter count. It was yeah. it was up and down for 24 hours. And, and in fact, I think the final four was like that. Like uh, Mike and CJ was really close. Yeah. Uh, Ferrucci and I were really close. Yeah. Um, but it was I mean it was supposed to, it was meant to be fun. A few guys it wasn't uh, fun. Okay. Yeah. A few guys were <laughs> a few guys were like, hey, do I, if I do I get a prize if I win? And I was like, I I don't know, man. And I was, I was like, yeah, if if you win, yes. So. I know um, Joe Napoli, he had a little controversy, he felt. You want to go over that, Joe? No, I, well, you know, it was obviously a flawed system. <laughs> um, you know, you could add, you know, some people use Instagram like photo machines. I don't want to mention who. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, obviously there, there were holes all over it. I went up against, I'm not going to mention names, but, you know, the person I went up against, I think, won by the popular vote. Because, you know, if you're going to start picking kids apart, you know, the guy that I went up against, uh, between the earring and the mustache, you know, the only thing he was missing was a trucker's hat and a lion. He looked like uh, Joe Exotic. <laughs> anyway, I'm moving on from that. Uh, if you watch what happened between me and this, uh, I don't want to mention names, but it sounds like uh, bed. Um if you see what happens between me and this man, he held a 58% margin lead up until about 3 o'clock a.m. Then about 3 o'clock in the morning, he he had a, a flood, a flood of votes, and I was outvoted. So I have somebody on the Giuliani team looking at this, and it's not over. <laughs> and uh, we have some whistleblowers. Yes, we do. And they're going to come forward. And I'm not mentioning names who they are right now for their safety. But this is not over. <laughs> Thank you. So I mean, like, let's so let's let's be realistic here, Joe. 
If we have to get a okay. recount on that round, that means we have to do the entire tournament all over again. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to get Absolutely. a couple of states involved too. And also, I think the winner of that, Joe, would have would up would have went up against me. You think you would have beaten me out? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. So you're saying if you it won the first guy, round, go against the big guy and the, and the new guy. Put the new guy up against the big guy. <laughs> hey, it was randomly picked. It was randomly picked. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Of course, everybody's going to vote. He, he won the popular. All I'm saying is he won the popular vote. <laughs> Isn't that the point? <laughs> that's, that's what we're voting for. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man! Not so, the correct vote, but the popular vote. There's a difference between the correct vote and the popular vote. He won the popular vote. We need electoral college. Yeah. Listen, from this point on, I've been advised by my uh, legal team to not saying anything. Nancy's telling you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, so yes. To I think. I think this, if we do this again, it just goes with the territory that everyone just, like. Someone's not going to be happy or just annoyed. Just set more rules. You know? Yeah, I th- well, I think what I'm going to do. The first thing I want to do is only followers can vote. I can set that on the story so only followers can vote because I noticed a lot of people who like voted. They voted and they don't follow us. So it's like, how are you seeing this other than someone telling you to just to go vote for them? Mm-hmm. So right. that that's the, that was the biggest flaw I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll um, we'll adjust that, and then what I'll do is I think we'll have people enter their photos. Um, what I think I'll do actually is I'll do it again, and I'll do it again in the springtime with the photos from this year, and then I'll do it again for the cor- the correctness madness for uh, photos that were taking at Oregon Trail and the the Nam events this. This uh, summer, this coming summer. I just want to say to all my loyal fans and haters out there that I didn't shop for a single vote, didn't even vote for myself, didn't even really recognize that this was even <laughs> happening until about halfway in. And I still See, almost, I And you won, said everybody so. hates you. See I that? I love you all. Thank you all so much. I know I, I, like I, know to I think, won in my Well, mind. hang on a second. This, so... In, in regards to what Mike said, the scariest part is Mike's an admin on the Instagram, so he can honestly see everything. Yeah. That's what's scary about that. Yeah. I was, I was wish you were paying attention. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I knew it was happening. Multiple accounts on Instagram and voting from them. Okay, that's, that's, oh, yeah, that's pe- petty. People, yeah. Yeah, people, oh, that's all hearsay. That's all hearsay at this point. Yeah, there, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there's some of that going on. No, there's, yeah, yeah. there's definitely. Yeah. So wait, Frucci, you have a victory speech for all your loyal fans, all your loyal fucking mooch bootlickers. Whoa, 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 whoa! Calm your pants there. Frucci, okay. He flagged every single one of you on base. Like, why? I, why are you voting for? I that? didn't flag nobody. You, That's a rule. I'm gonna tell you flat out. All you motherfuckers who voted for Frucci <laughs> to win this, right? Now, Frucci beat me. So I'm gonna tell you flat out. All you motherfuckers who ask me questions every day. Oh yeah, can I get this? Can I get this? You know what? Ask Frucci now. And you know what? <laughs> when that motherfucker comes to my cooler to steal my cokes, oh my I'm sending him your way. You better have some cokes oh, for him. Ben, ben. What about when he comes mooching around the kitchen? Yeah, oh right my there, God. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, everyone can go to Ferrucci now. Wait, 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 I get it. Jeez, I'm getting freaking roasted in an oven over here. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ. 
I'd like to say to my loyal fans out there, thank you very much. You picked the right guy. Boo. And I oh, fuck you. Uh, so <laughs> I want to tell you all, thank you. I pre, I feel the love. Keep going. Keep okay, going. I feel the love. You know, the mooch will live on. Okay, no matter what happens. All right. Just, re just remember, you voted for shitty ass gloves. Good job. <laughs> There was no gloves in that picture. You know it, and the rest of America that voted knows it. Also, there should be an asterisk, asterisk next, oh, next to his fucking uh, picture because he changed his picture mid-tournament. You allowed it. I allowed it. Why? And I, and I regret it. Why? I fucking regret it. You allowed no. it. Because he didn't have a helmet on, so he wanted a picture with a helmet on. What? Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. Oh, that, my God. I, I don't I, need an... That, I, I didn't take steroids and shit about think this about, until right now. Think about it, Mike. You can't change. I want to change pictures. Oh, that was a terrible Mike, picture. That, that helmet was one vote difference. That's. I oh my I god! You know what? It's not like I took steroids. I'm, I'm on your side, Joe. Nestle. No, my god! I didn't. I didn't recount all the way, buddy. I didn't. I didn't take any. You know, petty features. I didn't. You know, make fake accounts or nothing. Oh, you okay. shot friends. Oh my God! You know, I I asked people. I just wanted people to be involved. He, okay, yo, you I didn't ask anybody for shit, and I still fucking. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So take that. Oh, you man. had to campaign, and I just had to exist. Oh, excuse me. I just want to have a little fun with it. I didn't care. He campaigned. He had a funny ass story. I, I campaigned care. after you campaigned. I, I would have. Want, I wanted him to campaign. I would. It would have been great. Nope. Okay, I don't care. No, nobody yeah. likes me. If I campaigned, oh, they would have voted for me less. Oh, so what do, they voted for some, like, what do you think? They voted for you out of fear? Probably. I or, want people to fear how much or, they lost me. You know, some, you know what? Some people like the structure and the order and that fear. They like it. You yeah. know, like... Also, like, it's all in good fun about 75% of the time. Oh, yeah. You, you know what, man? You know what's <laughs> funny? Think about this. I, and I was thinking... I just thought about this. And, I, and when I was looking at the, the voters for who voted for who... For CJ and you, I would I would have figured the first platoon guys would have voted for you, the second platoon guys would have voted Vote for CJ. CJ yeah. It really wasn't like that. Like, so maybe you pissed off one guy in first platoon. He's like, "Fuck that guy! I'm voting for second platoon <laughs> CJ." It, Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can imagine I pissed off multiple people in my platoon because they had to listen to me. Yeah. yeah, and that's not fun for anyone except for me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Actually, it's not fun for me either. Dude, you don't like, want to be in this head, hey, man. You know, you know what's funny? Like, in the end of the day, it's such a it was such a dumb fucking contest. Like, there's no prize. No one, no one really gave a shit. But I was like, I'm running this thing, man. I want to make it fair. Like, I tried to make it as fair as possible. Like, like even the matchups, I randomized. Like, so all the seeds, like who who matched up against who in the first round and how they fell. I I made it fair, and then I was like wondering, I'm like, all right, who does it? depend on who's on left or right side like who gets who gets more votes on the left or right side so i was flipping a coin to put them you know who got on what side yeah so like i tried to be as fair as possible all right so like when i when i saw people like kind of like like manipulating the system i was like ah oh, man like what am i what's all my effort for then you know i mean i'll be honest i thought either you or cj was gonna win to be honest i honestly my 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 pick to win was cj well so did i i thought cj was gonna win because you know he He's obviously well known, and like I think he had a really good picture. I mean, yeah. I think, like I said, I thought that probably would have been probably you know him versus O'Donnell, and you know, but well, it was it, it, it just, was him versus O'Donnell. Well, yeah, yeah, but like at the very end, you yeah. know, like I didn't like I said the whole structure and everything, but 
Like I said, it was just good fun. I mean, look, I mean, I was going to be this more ruined my whole fucking year. Just for you fucking... <laughs> me winning? Your, your, your good time, motherfuckers. Yeah. Good time, motherfuckers. Hey, look, yeah. it was all worth it. Oh, it was all fun and games until somebody's feelings get hurt. No, it, dude, it was funny. Look, people were messaging me. They, they thought they were going to win. They, they were like, yo, man, I'm like, I'm fucking going to take No, because, like, like, I'll even... All right, bro. Like, I thought Chop Me was going to win over me because, you know, I his thought, story and he yeah. was posted on the magazine and everything. Yeah. So I was like, all right, they're going to vote for him because he's more... Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm not winning, but... You know, I was surprised that I actually got more votes yeah. and everything, you know. But. Brian, Brian Maroney had a good run. Yes, he did. Though, I think, though, I told him, and he, I was like, the, the toughest opponent you have right now is Mike. If you can beat him, I think you got it. Right. And you you beat him, so. Hey, look, he made it to the finals. <laughs> I won. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. yeah no, you did. No, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat, man. I don't think Fuji cheated uh, last uh, Oh, he cheated. Uh, he changed his picture and he shopped for votes. Both of those are fucking... Um, I won. No, on the last round, he did not cheat. I won. No. I was just he wouldn't wondering. have made it. He wouldn't have had to not cheat on the last oh, round if my. he didn't cheat in the penultimate round. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't argue with that. Look, I would have had fun if, if you know, like I said, if other people would have done, I would, like I said, I would have had fun with that too. Like if you know, yeah. you did it first, honestly, or like I said, Mike did it, I would have had like fun with it. Like, well, if you do it again, everyone else fine. will be throwing pictures. Fine, fine. Like fine. I said, fine. I think what I'm gonna do is you, you just enter, don't put me in it. Just don't put staff in it. Or you just enter, you enter your own picture, like of anything. Oh. So it's just like, all right, uh, of or, anything. And no, yeah, of anything. Right. So it's like, uh, Sully's Deuce. Take a picture of that. If you think it's cool, we'll enter it and we'll we'll. Okay, and vote all right, on fine. It. No, camp- so it's not individuals. It okay. won't be on individuals. Okay, so no camp. All right, just even all jokes aside, no story. Because like I just. What do you mean? Like don't post as. No, I, at oh. that point, I, I guess I don't give a shit. I, like it, I, it's only going to be for followers. So if you can't paint all these jabronis on your friends. Hey, list, look, a couple of them end up following you. Hear me out. Then they have if they want to vote, they have to end up following us to vote. So if they want to take the effort of follow, Fine. following so, us, voting and unfollowing so us, I'm I guess in, go for it. Good no, for you, I don't want that to happen. But if that's the case, I'll promote it and then I'll put, like, you must follow and then... Of vote. course. Fine, yeah. and I'll do yeah. that then. All right, yeah. like I said, I just want to do it just to promote, our, you know, our, our brand. So, yeah. like I said, I told you about everything. And I'll think about this, Ruchi. The only, the only reason you're being audited hey. right now is because you won. If you, didn't, if you lost, you, you would have gotten away with it. It's true. So you can... <laughs> My victory is being roasted alive, so... Alright, did you, you gave your uh, victory speech already, right? Yes, I did. Okay. So you want to give another one to your uh, bootlickers? Like, I already told them how much I appreciate them, and, you know, like I said, the right person won, so... <laughs> Alright. Yeah. I so, love you guys, and uh, God bless America. Alright, so uh, my dad couldn't be here, so he's got a, uh, a correctness... Rant, so Fred's dumb shit rant, Correctness edition, and he will be talking about that Correctness tournament now. Oh boy. Something ticked off Fred, and he's really mad. And he's gonna let us know. I'm so scared. I'm so sorry, sir. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Fred's dumb shit. I can explain. You know what fucking pissed me off? These brackets for correctness. Now, I, I, I get it that it's a bracket, and it is what it is, and it falls under 
you know, how it plays out, and I get that. Okay, so I'm up against Liam for, for best kid. All you fucking bootlickers voted for him, and I lose. I think I had a pretty damn good kit. So, with that said, you all are a bunch of fucking bootlickers. And while I'm on that subject, there's a particular party that gets his friends to vote for him on Instagram. Meanwhile, this fucking kit's not even complete. Of all the movies that I watch, and all the pictures that I've seen of soldiers carrying an M60, they all got bandoliers crossing their chests and bandoliers around their waists. But no, this fucking guy doesn't have one. He's in the fucking bush with no bandoliers, no extra bullets. He must be a fucking dead-on shot. Come on, Ferrucci. Spend a little fucking money and upgrade your fucking kit, you cheap fuck. What's wrong with you? You'd have a great kid if you had some fucking bandoliers. Just spend the fucking money. Okay, now, I'm done with that rant. You know, you guys, you start an Oregon uh, planning group, and that's great, and I understand that. And we're, we're eight or nine months out, and you want to plan things and make this event better than the next. But for Christ's sake, I turn my fucking phone off, because every time you guys speak, I get a, a ding. So I stop what I'm doing, and I look to see, and it's half of the time, or 90% of the time, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It has nothing to do with planning this fucking event. So, I turned it off. And what got me was, there's a fucking picture of a mummified human, like, like he's jerking off, and that was a big hoo-ha-ha-ha-ha. You know what? That's bullshit, man. Talk about the fucking event. I mean, come on. We got busy lives. We don't need to be seeing that bullshit and commenting and laughing about that. Come on. Damn. And then my next rant is, you know, I, I, I think I've ranted about this, but I'm going to bring it up again. You know, you guys, you come with equipment, and specifically weapons, all right? We all know that airsoft weapons, they break down, and, and, and all you need is a simple tool, perhaps, to fix them. And nobody brings fucking tools. Everybody's got to run to Darius. Poor Darius. He wants to enjoy the event too. But no, he's all fixing fucking people's weapons uh, for simple shit that you probably could fix yourself because you don't have fucking tools. You know, I don't know a soldier that after he comes in from the bush or from a firefight or, or a patrol that doesn't check his weapon before he goes out the next time. Well, this, this, that, same sh that same pretense should apply here. You guys should be checking your fucking weapons when you come back. Making sure that this isn't loose. Making sure that has to be tightened. I mean, come on, guys. It's simple shit. If you want to be reenacting, that's part of reenacting. Making sure and upgrading and making sure that your fucking equipment work. I mean, come on, man. Jesus Christ. I mean... Poor Darius, he's, he's a good-hearted slob, and he's got to worry about your weapons? He's got enough to worry about. And then my next rant, I, you know, we, we can't make it any simpler for you guys what has to be correct and what we expect of you when you show up to our events. I mean, we post crap months in advance that you have to come correct. There's stuff posted there now. The, the events are eight, seven, eight months away, okay? We had guys 
travel as far as California, Wisconsin, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia. We had guys show up, travel 10 hours to get here with the wrong kits. You know, you, these guys were lucky that there were others that had extra uniforms that were partially correct so that they could participate and we didn't turn them away. I couldn't imagine traveling, traveling 10 hours to an event and being turned away because my kit isn't right. With the, with the fact that we've posted this shit on the internet. I mean, come on, man. You have all this fucking time now to get your kits right. Get them fucking right. Spend a little money, you cheap fucks. So that's that rant. The next rant I have, and, you know, they went out and tried to ease some of the um, uncomfortableness of being a VC or an NVA soldier in the bush. You guys, I understand you're in, you're in the woods. You don't have the comforts of a base like the GIs do. So, you know, we try hard to accommodate you and make it as easy and, uh, and, and comfortable for you as possible. So we go out and buy fucking water containers. We spend X amount of dollars for water containers for you guys so you can be hydrated. At the end of the event, we go to fucking inventory everything, and they were fucking thrown out. You've got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, a little common sense here. Come on, fellas. Jesus Christ. And this leads to my next rant. And I, this is kind of disturbing to me, and I didn't rant about it after the event. But after thinking about it, you know, you had a guy, I'm talking VC and NVA, you had a guy that was sick. He was obviously in pain. He's rolling around in the fucking dirt and pain. And everybody went about their fucking business, you know, uh, trying to enjoy the event. You know, we're all here to make sure that everybody's good. And I'm sure the VC and the NVA did that with their own in real life. But no, everybody ignored this poor fucking guy. It took one of the administrators, a GI, to see that, that this man was, was in trouble. And fortunately, Joe Napoli is a, a firefighter and knows, a, you know, a, a bit of, of first aid and knew right away that this guy needs help. He needs medical help. So we evacuated him out to the hospital. Come on, fellas. You got to watch out for your own here. We're all, we're all in for the same thing. Come on. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it was obvious that this man was in distress. And, you know, come on. Even the, the, the GIs. We all got to watch out for one another. This is all for fun and for, for, for the best time that anybody can have. And uh, so, so with that said, you know what? On a serious note, I want to wish all you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Hanukkah, a safe New Year to you and your families. Thank you. I can explain. I'm hotter than a hickory smoked sausage! Woohoo!
The next thing we're going to talk about is what do the Bay Boys want for the holidays? So that could be anything pertaining to Airsoft or reenacting Vietnam, World War II, whatever you guys want. Sky's the limit. Could be a fucking a Sherman tank for all for all we care. Um, Fruchi, you want to start off? Absolutely. What do you got? Well, something that I, you know, we, you know, we were talking about last year. I mean, I'd like to have a full-on Falsham Jaeger uniform. So whenever we have a, you know, World War II event, at least I'll be prepared. Helmet, the right boots, an MP40, um, that that harness that held the MP40 magazines would, mm -hmm. is it would be really nice. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, things that I wish I would have. I mean, honestly, an FG42 Type Two. If that were to come out, I mean, I know what was it, Showy that was supposed to make it a couple years ago, which mm -hmm. would have been fantastic because I definitely would have had that. Um, hey, is there anything else you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's like that. He's like that annoying kid. He's like that annoying kid sitting on Santa's lap. Yeah. He's like, yeah. you know, Santa's probably like, rocket horse and a yeah. pony, yeah. and and I want a slot car track. <laughs> I just want my dad back for Christmas. <laughs> You know, um, you shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, you know, you, you know that Santa knows that this kid's like a bad kid. He's like, this kid again. I'm, I'm an awful human being. Yeah, that's what, like, what's the God's honest truth? Um, like, were you naughty, little boy? Oh yeah. Come mm. here, sit on my lap, kiss me in the mouth. Oh yeah. Um, 
And then the last two things that would probably never, definitely will never happen, a nice uh, Huey Cobra and a uh, regular UH-1 Huey. And we'd have him fly over the event. <laughs> Alright, next. Cobra. <laughs> CJ. What, what's wrong with the Huey Cobra? Alright, Huey Cobra. Yes. Yes, yeah, Huey Cobra. Okay. Uh, Hue CJ, go for Just it, man. Just say it back slower. I mean, honestly, as you all know, I, I'm a collector. I have a ton of shit already. Um, I don't know, probably just a law tube, you know, or, or a real working law. One of, I mean, whichever. The working law so you can picky. go, uh, you can go falling down style? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be picky. Whichever one. Alright. What about you, Joe? Me? Um, I would like to set one of my uh, airsoft up with a XM148, if that's ever possible, or yeah, one of the uh, M203 kits for a late version. XM148 is possible if you talk yes. to Darius. Yep. I know. I believe he was having one of the guys that we get a lot of our Delta 3D stuff printed from to uh, make one. I don't know whatever came of that, but... Yeah. Well, that's it. Okay, that's real. That's actually pretty realistic. Yeah. What about you, Jim? Uh, I want world peace. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's not a lot of things I want other than the world to return to normal, so we can start getting out in the field and doing real events again. That's that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> okay. I like it. Oh, Alright, Mike, what about you, man? Money so I can buy all the stuff that I want. Okay. Yeah, I didn't follow that. I didn't follow World Peace, Mike. <laughs> I fuck, fuck World Peace. Everybody can buy it. He, wants, he, just, he greedily said money. I just want money. I want money so I can not have to ask other people for the shit that I want. Because you know, you know what the worst part about Christmas is? About being a reenactor is Christmas. Like, especially... With your family, they see anything that's green and buy it for you. And they're like, oh, it's camouflage, so you like it. And it's some, like, fucking Urban Outfitters, like, J. Crew made-up camouflage on a fucking, like, pair of tidy whities or the, a fucking, like, Armani Exchange jacket that looks like it came out of the fucking 1980s gay club, like, fucking warehouse bin. And it's, it's just like, why would you fucking buy me that? So just for any family members listening out there, for anybody who's a reenactor listening to this with somebody who might buy them something for Christmas, to Santa Claus, to fucking Jesus, to fucking Shiva or whoever is delivering my fucking presents, Jeff Bezos and Amazon, don't buy me something fucking green. Just give me money so I can get what I want. Because even if I tell you what I want, even if I send you a link to the thing that I fucking want, you're still not going to get it. And it happens every time. I don't know if anybody else has this experience. They'll, they'll never get you the thing that you want. Yeah, like, they'll get you the off-brand or the Rothko version or something fucking dumb. Right. And, it's always and you really just good to be thankful for your Christmas gifts. What? <laughs> Say it again, CJ. Say it again. <laughs> I said it's always good to be thankful for your Christmas gifts. Yeah, really. I'm thankful yeah, for all the other enough. ones that aren't fucking, like, the fucking shitty, you're shitty camo. You're thankful for the... You're thankful stupid camo shit. <laughs> you're thankful for the presents that come correct. 
fucking dumb. That's a way to follow up well piece. Yeah. <laughs> is it? This is this is a little bit off the topic, but like as you get older, is anybody else really happy to get socks as a Christmas present? Of course. That's like one of my oh, favorite presents. Yeah. If you get me so more no, socks, I'm socks. I'm so fucking happy. Yeah. At least it's something. Alright, well let me go with mine. I made the mistake I did this last year when I went went around asking everyone's favorite Christmas song and Mike just ruined my answer. Didn't even let me answer. <laughs> I was like, fuck this kid. So I am going to answer it. My Christmas wish that I want is my own fucking field. Yeah. That's what I want. So I can run it my way and, and, fuck yeah. and do that. That's what yeah. I want. That's a good one. Yeah. That's what I want. I want my own property. We could have had some if I won the fucking video conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Start saving up. No. And then we get a Huey. Yeah. Oh, the you, I'll, the I'll start cover? saving up. I'll invest. Can it's, I live on the property? Day. Why are you busting my balls over there? Yeah, we're fucking with you. Can I live on the property? Sure. Let's get on to the next topic where we're talking about our big Vietnam era event or experience as Joe so eloquently said it. Oh, um, you experience. Oregon Trail. It's set during December 1968. We're going to have it um, span over the. That, you know, that Christmas holiday until, like, New Year's. So, like, Thursday night would be Christmas Eve. Friday morning would be Christmas Day. And then we'll, like, you know, we'll fast forward in, during that weekend to, like, right. New Year's Eve being right. a Saturday night, whatever. Right, okay, right, so, yeah. so um, we're really excited about that. We're all been, we've all been collecting Christmas decoration, decorations from the 60s, or at least I have been. Uh, I know Sabia's got... Sabia's ready. Yeah, I got, I got Christmas... I got old school Christmas lights with the big bulbs already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do like a Secret Santa, you know, Secret Santa between the crew. Whoever wants to be on it, whoever wants... To, whoever's coming up Thursday, you're more than welcome to be in Secret Santa. We'll, we'll organize it closer to the event. Could somebody be like Santa Santa and like we go around... Strasburger. Tossing, like little, oh, little Darius is Santa. At people like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Strasburger's uh, getting a shitty... Santa. Vintage looking Santa suit, and he's okay. gonna go as Santa. All right, he kind of looks like Santa. Yeah, yeah he's shaped like Santa. That's good. <laughs> so, not my regular, nice. he's just a yeah, big guy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so then we'll have a Christmas party Thursday night. Um, and I think, like, I mean, we've already kind of implemented like that theme the 60s Christmas. I mean, it's crazy. It's I'm it's, like getting choked v- again. It's Vietnam <laughs> set. In the 1960s during Christmas time. Yeah, it's, it's fucking bad. It's Christmas yeah. in August. It doesn't yeah. get better than that. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I mean, that, this is... I actually... Now, like, running these Vietnam events, that is my Christmas. That That's what I get excited for like I was a little kid. Yeah. So, it works. It's it works. Christmas and a vacation together and you get to be with your boys. So. Yes. I'm, I'm tech, like I'm going Monday this year. Like, <laughs> I was thinking, if I get everything done... Because like, every year that... Every year that we're doing it, doing this, I have like the the week right before the big event where I'm there's scrambling. something. Yeah, I, there's I, something. I'm going on like the Grand Canyon. I got a freaking family trip or something. Right. As long as I get everything done, I'll go. Up, I'll be up there. Like I'll go up Tuesday. You know. Yeah. Um, Monday. I want to go up early too. Monday. Yeah. I Dude, if it, fucking um, the, the this year was the first time in my life. Like, after doing Vietnam events, after, like, eight years of doing Vietnam events where we ended this weekend. And it was probably the hardest working weekend that we've ever had to throw together. Yeah. And, like, come Sunday, I was like, I got more days in me. Like, this is this wasn't enough. Like, yeah. I got more more time in my fucking pocket over here. So, I think we should Same. just, I think we should just do, like, Redding and be there since Monday. And just As go. long as we're allowed, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much a week-long Vietnam event. Oof. 
That's gonna be a hell of a trip. We'll I mean, I technically didn't get home till Monday that weekend, so I was I was pretty dusted. Yeah, that Sunday is the worst, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. But I mean, I mean, I don't want to talk about a downer. Yeah, that was a fantastic like, it, event, dude. Yeah, and like that's it's what everyone talks about every hey, man, day. Man, I I'm actually from from going from being the only guy loading things at the end of last year to fucking. Having people load a whole bunch of my 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 gear in my trailer that was nice. That was a really nice turnaround. To like to to leave off the downer, it was like that yeah. was really nice. A lot more people st- stuck around and base yes. camp came down really really fast this year. That was, was very nice. streamlined. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was nice. And I barely had to load stuff into my own trailer, which is fantastic because I could go like do all the other stuff that we needed to do. So yeah, as I was say, by the time CJ and I got back, like a lot of it was already packed up. Because yeah, CJ and I, I were the yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You guys missed the Huey though, which was yeah, that was awesome. The 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 thumbs up from God, yeah, <laughs> just a random Huey just mm-hmm. flying through the clouds. But I mean, even back to the event, even back to the the event, the event for the future. Next year, we're going back to Operation Junction City, so we'll we're, we're gonna re, we're gonna reset our timeline and go back to 1967. It's really early in 1967. Um, and then we're going to start the whole cycle again. So we'll do like, you know, Junction City 2, Operation MacArthur. Maybe I'll do Operation Greeley. Um, okay. For the next, for 2020, fuck, 2023. 2023. Mm-hmm. And are we going to be doing this in 2023? We'll see. Lord hope so. Yeah. I fucking, this is the only thing that I, I this is the only reason I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I live for nothing, this. There's literally nothing else to hold on to anymore. There's like no reason to be in this fucking painful. This existential dread. Complete existential dread filled with <laughs> just surrounded by people who already had a loose grip on reality and then they just slipped off the fucking reservation and just have to post something political every five fucking seconds. Uh, on both sides of the aisle, I just can't stand this fucking shit anymore. So, Vietnam is the only time where anybody, A, listens to me, and B, <laughs> B, <laughs> B, they barely, barely listens to me, there, but it's enough. It's enough. And 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 B, the only time where where I, I feel like I don't have to fucking jump off a cliff. So Fuck it, let's just start a second Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Vietnam too. So until yeah. until until I still have I have to start blasting my neighbors because they've become COVID vaccine zombies, <laughs> and uh, I just uh, you know this is the only thing I have to look forward to. I understand. Yeah. So Jim and Joe, how does this event feel? You know, mean to you guys? The follow up. I think you. I think you actually made them hang up. <laughs> Go. Is he done? Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> We're all laughing like it's a joke, but I'm serious. Uh, well, okay. Uh, well, I mean, Jim, I know Jim. Jim has expressed his his, you know, how he feels about the event. Joe, you want to like talk about how how excited you are for uh, Oregon Trail? Uh, very excited. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Well, I wanted to segue into um, that we actually just acquired a kitchen tent, so we'll have a fully functioning kitchen. We'll be we'll be as um, as a as the group as the staff will be providing at least one meal a day um, to the, the the main forces on both sides. 
Um, you know, there'll be there'll be like coffee and stuff like that uh, throughout the event, and you know, snacks, whatever. But we're gonna try to provide the the company, I guess, for the GIs. We call them the company. Those are basically the GIs going out on patrol, and the Pavin forces, which is which they pretty much act as a platoon that goes out on patrol. They should be provided one meal a day, whether it's like a breakfast or lunch they, or dinner. They could act as the, a platoon, but instead yeah. they just run around with their. Well, it depends. It just it just depends on the scheduling of the event that you know we'll we'll coordinate that before. But I think it's just something else, like some added value. So if anyone's like, man, these guys charge a lot compared to the other guys out there, um, we do have a lot of added value to the event that we feel, you know, I mean, this stuff costs money. So we got to operate at somewhat of a profit to, to do the events next year. Just got to break even. Yeah. Uh, what, what I would like to just add to that, that with this coming year and us now having uh... – a mess tent, and we are going to put out food, and we are going to have coffee going throughout the whole day and stuff. Um, please, guys, if you come to the mess tent, come with your own mess kit. Have a have a cup, have a canteen cup, have a have a mess kit, have your own fork and knife. It would be a lot easier on us. Actually, that Joe, that's a good point, man. I will make sure to spread that word. Uh, you know when we start posting information for the event because that's actually a really good point and mess kit you can get a complete mess kit if you're good for 10 like, bucks yeah you can yeah if you're 10 bucks yeah canteen yeah. cup is the most expensive part of that element yeah you can get the fucking mess kit for 10 bucks and you can get a canteen for the, cup yeah. for 10 bucks like, yeah um that's yeah like even what like it annoys the shit out of uh darius because what happens is darius is a nice guy and he gives someone his mess kit and he doesn't see it again Yeah, you know, for his sausages yeah. so he's feeding them and then giving them a free mess kit or at least throwing away his mess kit for you because you're just not going to care right. and throw it away so yeah bring your own mess kit you know yeah, sharpie I mean, marker you know, there's, you know there's a channel line and somebody comes up and they look at me and I look at them and I go you know we're, we're like both looking and I feel bad for the guy he waited online I'll give him a mess kit you know, some, like some personal of mine, and like you said, it doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying they do it intentionally, you forget. You know what I mean? They're out there, they're reading, they have a good time, and you forget. Yep. Yeah, it's so, one of those things, too. Like, you're so, there's so much going on, you just, yeah, you move on to the next thing. And leave exactly. It yeah. Yeah. But please bring your own mess kit. Yeah, that's one of the new, the, the assets we have, uh, just being on base is going to be awesome. Like, I... I, I want to say, like, we might be, if you just consider us a reenactment, that's going to be probably the biggest reenactment in the Northeast in, in recent time. <laughs> yeah. In recent memory, I don't, I don't know what I don't know well, anyone else. Nothing could be big. In all seriousness, nothing will beat this. Yeah. We just got to get more vehicles. And that's all he's working on. It. He's working on a second deuce. We are. I, I'm sure we'll find more. I mean, we'll, we'll connect with more people and everything within the coming years. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, as long as we meet good people like, you know, Jim and Joe, you know, from the association. And Joe and Jim. And Joe and Jim, you know. Yeah. I'm sure, we'll, like I said, we'll definitely have like maybe, what, three, would three or four vehicles be ideal for an event? If, yeah. If pos- yeah. I mean, nothing too over the top, obviously. But we just, we just got to build up the roadways at Tolcom. That's our... You want to do that this one, you know. We're going to, yeah, we're, that's the plan. We're going to uh, help improve it a little bit. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's that's been a plan of ours. All right, you know, I just 
All right, well, you know, in addition to the, the sights and smells of Oregon Trail's immersion, we're also going to be improving the sound with the AFN radio station. CG and I will be working on adding uh, Christmas music and Christmas shows that we can find leading up to the event. So, like, probably starting the summer, ironically, we're going to be adding and putting up uh, Christmas shows into the program for Bay AFN to get people in, kind of in the... In the Vietnam mood, but also in the, the holiday season, you know, mood. Um, what do we got, CJ? We got a lot of like big band stuff planned, like be- uh, Beach Boy stuff. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, you know, most of the big Christmas hits you think of actually are probably from the '60s and '70s. So we'll be true. able to really, uh, really kind of bring everything together. Have a lot of good stuff on the radio. Yep. And then we're also going to add World War II shows on, like, Wednesdays. We'll do, like, World War II Wednesdays or something like that just to break up the monotony of just the, the same old Vietnam-era radio shows over and over again. So I'm dreaming of a bay Christmas like you know, all the ones I used to know. I really wanted to have a big uh, Christmas party, but it just... I don't think it was in the cards this year, man. We can't even have, I can't even have with, like my family. My immediate family is like, oh, yeah. yeah. maybe next year. It's next year we'll do it. Big Christmas party. Fingers crossed. Nice. Yep. I still would love to do someday the pre-big event officer's ball. That'd be at cool. That, uh, oh, at the, uh, at the end. So that would be like the Monday night. Yeah. That would, that would be cool. Um, that that'd be like us going up Monday night when we're at our cleanest. Yeah. We all need class A's and shit. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. I know Savio would be down. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. He'd play trumpet. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, he, he wouldn't. He, <laughs> no, he, would not. He, said, he, he like repeats, I don't want to play yeah, trumpet. Yeah, he doesn't want to do Yeah. That's why CJ has to do his, uh, his revelry at, uh, on the radio, on the... Right, you do it on speaker, CJ. We'll we'll, yeah. conv- we'll convince him. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have another bugler coming working at admin. Uh, he's gonna be Ooh, there. Off. We go. He's a bugle. He's a he's an army bugle actually. Oh, cool. Uh, That'd be awesome because then I don't have to like. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll ask Steve. <laughs> uh, he'll do it. He'll do anything. He's is good. That, is that Steve Snyder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, that's good. Oh, is he gonna do admin? So, Steve, if you're listening, you're worth the talking blow bugle. All right, better late than never. Roman just showed up, so say what's up to everyone, Roman. What's up, everyone? So you just got in time for us to talk about the fit training, farm infantry training, held at the old Bethpage Village Restoration. It's on the same grounds as the Museum of American Armor. Jim, you want to talk about it a little bit more? Uh, yeah, uh, April 25th, 26th, I believe we said. Yep. Um, yes. It'll be an overnight, so come prepared to... Uh, we'll have our GP set up. I don't know if uh, you guys are going to bring GP out. Uh, we can set up as many tents as we need to in the field. There's plenty of room. Um, there's portable water. Uh, we'll have, um, I don't know if we'll have the, the kitchen tent set up. Joe? Yes, uh, absolutely. If they bring the kitchen tent, I will man it 100%. And when we do this, um, it will be a training scenario. So it will be a stage size. So you will be fed. You know, and not, but not the guys who are going to be in the field. They're going to be on training. They're going to have to fend for themselves as you would do. 
But other than that, there's going to be meals. So, uh, and there's going to be training. We're working on a tower. Uh, the tower is going to be guarded 24-7 by at least two, by at least two guards and two-hour shifts, two to three-hour shifts. Keep changing, and uh, it's going to be another experience. There's going to be uh, radio, uh, radio communication training, arms training, uh, mind detection. Uh, it, it says, you know, correctness. You know, how to come correct. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be a class on that. There's going to be a class on know your enemy. So, you know, it's going to be an experience. And you're going to, not only are you going to get to know your enemies, you're going to get to know your friends too. So, you know, you're going to meet new, new guys. Hopefully, you know, there's going to be a lot of the Lila guys there. And uh, which would make, you know, for a better event. Yeah, we just, uh, I mean, as of, what, a month ago about, we just got word that, uh, Bear, you know, uh, Mike Diamante and Jim Powers are returning as cadre. They've done they've done it for the last three years, so they'll be like going over like uh, reaction reaction to contact and that kind of stuff, basic patrolling. So guys, like I, like we've we've said multiple times, like guys who think they don't need it, they need it, and guys who have done it before, they still come back because they know like they can use it. So even if you think you know it all, this still is a good event for you to come to. Listen, it's still an event, still in uniform, still with people you like. So come out. Simple as that. Come out. Yeah. Anything kill you? Maybe. No. Now we got plenty of plenty of ground to patrol. Uh, there's trails. There's 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 bush. Um, it's, it's so we can go out in the, in the field for a whole day and, and patrol and not cross the same ground twice. It's a uh, it's a nice, it's a nice place. Um, they, they like us. They, uh, we we're in, we're in real good with the, the directors of uh, the village, um, and we pretty much have one of the place. So, uh, you know, if if if, if Bear and Jim want, Liam, you know, you guys want to break up to a red team, blue team, and we can go, you know, practice some of the skills they learned, you know, during the day. You know, maybe Saturday's drill. You know, we'll do a practical on Sunday morning. You know. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny, uh, Jim? You say that because I was actually wondering if we should actually create some kind of uh, op four side to like practice right. what we learned, you know, to implement what we learned. Um, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll talk to the, I'll talk to Jim and, and Bear and see what they think. Maybe yeah, that's we'll what we that. we've done in the past with, uh, you know, World War Two and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when all day yeah. and then put it into practice the next day. Yeah, you know. So you know, we'll go to GP and tell the guys to police the GP instead of keeping their stuff all over the place. Yeah. 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 So we'll, like said, we'll, uh, we'll run it. We'll run it well. And like I said, it will help run it well. The food, uh, the village, we've got plenty of ground. There's no excuse not to have a good time. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to have a good time. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, Sign-ups are actually pretty good for that, too. Like a lot of guys who who put the money out for Oregon Trail early on, they, they paid for that event as well. So we're we're looking pretty good. Um, a few guys that signed up last year, I got to like, I feel bad because um, they actually like paid for a shirt and all that stuff. So I, I told them that like, they, they just pay for the event and we'll send them like a free shirt or something like that. So like they didn't waste their, their money that much. Um, I, that, I'm just saying this now to remind myself to uh, send them uh, the link to sign up. Uh, we're going to 
it's, we're going to get whatever Vietnam era vehicles we have in the museum out there. Um, people are welcome to bring their own vehicles if they want to bring a you know Jeep or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you want to bring an M113 out and run that around? Feel free. <laughs> yes. Uh, sure. So, it's, uh, we're trying to try to make it as as immersive as possible, and you know, give some sights and sounds, some eye candy. You know. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I think I think we should. I I think uh, Joe and I talked about this. Is like maybe we should get a head start on like wherever we want to build that GI fire base for that tanker weekend that we were supposed to do this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, spot that out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we got a lot of talking to do about that, um, but it's 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 shaping up to be a pretty exciting event. Um, it really is for for at least for the, the Vietnam like airsoft stuff. That's like the first event of the year for most guys, so it, it is the event to go to for the for April. It's early, yeah. you know. So well, it's the first event of the year for a lot of people. Yeah, no what. I mean, you know, we've got we got nothing going on really uh, until that. But it's always a full blown event. It's uh, this is gonna be the first one. Yeah. Um got a lot of guys on our end or from Lila that are putting together kits. Um they're excited about it. Um so, you know, it's uh, I'm excited about it. Joe's excited about it. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's a good time to show up and find out how to use your kit, not the yep. actual combat events. Yep. Show up, figure out your kit so you spend less time trying to figure stuff out, less time spending yourself green when you should be doing other stuff when you're at you know, some events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that you can your equipment so, so it works. Yeah. And may also be a good opportunity to buy some and train and help guys out with their kits. Yep. Yep. Well, Robert, yeah, let me ask this. Would you be interested in going to an event like that as Op 4? Sure. You, you figure in Op 4, you, you, you got me. Yeah? Okay. All right. I mean, I, I probably would do half the, you know, half the events like Cadre, just kind of administ- administrative, then just go as Op 4 when they're applying their their teachings, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bless you. We'll have, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. You know what? Maybe we schedule a day. You guys come down here. We'll go to the museum. We'll go out to the field. We'll, we'll walk everything out. Oh yeah, and definitely. Some more ideas, you know, definitely. We're on the ground. We have boots on the ground. Ashley and I ball on things, so we can see what we're going to do, where we're going to do it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Target on crack, miss. Target on crack, miss. Target on crack, miss. Target on crack. Away. Along. Clock. John.
and I'm tugging on crack. Listen, he's tugging on crack. Listen, she's tugging on crack. This finish the yeah. I'm tugging on crack. Gives on the floor scattered all over same old this is a bore I want to talk about is it's actually a pretty big topic it's the year-end discussion uh just for bay in general like you know we'll talk about like if we've been growing and our highlights of the year any improvements we can do just all around general like this is more administrative not necessarily like the big vietnam event because we talked about that uh last episode so let's ask the question to ourselves is bay growing compared to 2019 i honestly think we grew twice as much from 2019 to 2020 than we did 2018 to 2019. Like, I think we, like, we... You have the stats, so, I mean, uh, how much we grew. I mean, our follower base has increased on both Facebook and Instagram, like, a lot. Like, you know, we're... I think, what was it, entering 2021, we had, like, 300-something followers on BaseOft. Yeah, now we're up to like eight hundred and something. Yeah. yeah, so I mean that's that's definitely. I mean it's, big, it's not a lot, but it's a lot. Course, look, it's not. Here's the thing. This is the thing that um, I was talking about with uh, Casey, my wife, and my sister-in-law, who both work in like social media, and that right. they're you know they're big on stats. If you look at the impressions we get compared to our followers, right? So we're getting like four hundred likes, two hundred likes on photos. We only have eight hundred followers. So that's like. Almost like twenty five percent of our our follower base, or at least twenty five percent of our audience, is is interacting and, and we're hitting impressions on our content. That's pretty good. Absolutely. Like you think about all these like little like Instagram sluts, they get like they have like two million followers and they're only getting like ten thousand likes. Like yeah. it's all relative. Like that's that, you wow. know what I mean. Like it, so it is like pretty impressive that we are like getting that that reach out. You know. Right. I mean, 
you know, we I know we try to talk about it. like who do we? T- I mean, of course, our main goal is try to reach within the airsoft community. I know I have a slightly different view on trying to outreach to people who may not even know that they're interested in airsoft. You kind of catch what I'm saying on that? Don't have to. You don't have to justify yeah. your uh, cheating, Ferrucci. Oh my god, he's still going on it. I'm saying, all right, you know, all seriousness, like, you know, for example, like, you, you meet, like, someone like George who doesn't knows nothing about Airsoft, yeah. and then you introduce him to it, whether it's through, you know, an actual yeah. interaction or... George got that bug quick, though. But that's what I'm yeah. saying, but you never know. You might find people who may not know about it, and that's why I'm all for spreading it out there to more than just the Airsoft community, because, yeah. you know, I think it's a plus side, because you maybe might have some more sensible people that are being reached out to and everything and then you finally be able to have more you know sensible people you know as we all we as we complained about before sometimes their soft community ain't always you know the logical you know outright and everything so that's why i just try to like i said spread it out a little bit more and then keep going i mean i I know we could probably within two months reach a thousand and then obviously continue on with our youtube page and everything and obviously facebook but even, I mean, you're talking about just the aerosol community. I think we've hit the reenacting community too. And True. We started... and I, you know, I I even forgot about you know having them more involved. I mean, perfect example. You know, Joe and Jim. I mean, having guys like that is a de- you know a major plus on our side because now we have people who take it more seriously. Now they get to really, you know, experience. Vietnam rather than just you know going to like say an airfield or something for like you know like we've been to and everything yeah. and um, I can say from, you know our, our point of view that you know we don't we didn't know you guys prior to 19 so we didn't see your group grow but we could turn around and I think Jim and I can honestly say that our group has definitely grown oh, yeah. uh, by bringing airsoft, airsoft into our community right and you know and all I want is world peace. Go ahead, Jim. What do you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you no, know, like, like Joe, like Joe said it. Like our one of our goals was to like merge that that reenacting community and airsoft or immersive airsoft community in. Like, like not like the the weekend warrior kids who you know dress up like a you know Navy SEAL. You know, doing the holding the holding the, the the gun at the end of the barrel kind of thing, like those right. that tactical, like not that airsoft community, but like the the historical right. re, more more or less reenactors just using airsoft well, yeah, airsoft maybe. weapons. But uh, we've bridged that gap, I think. I oh, think we've question. we've done what we've set out to do. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're... That that gap is been completely bridged. That's, yeah. that's, well, it's that's, not about how many BBs you shoot. Well, exactly. No, it's no. not about how many, like you said, how many BBs, how many people you kill yeah you know it's about like you know as it's we not a game it's an experience it's, it's a story a to game. tell game you're it's not an there to win you're not there to lose you're not there for more kills you're not well, there to kill you're not there to kill you're there to fucking have a good time being immersed in 1960s vietnam doesn't matter who wins or loses doesn't matter if you shoot nobody just matters if you have a good time, man. And if your whole good time is based on how many people you killed, you need to reevaluate yourself. And you need to check yourself before you get checked. Because all farms get wrecked. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I can't agree more, you know, more with that. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, and... Uh, I did this prior to 9/11, and then after you know after 9/11, I had a hard time with 
the kills. And when I finally came back to the hobby, I didn't come back to the hobby for the kills. I came back to the hobby for the experience. And that's what, yeah, once again, not to repeat myself, but that's what you guys offer, which is nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what we set out to do, man. I mean, we're like like we're appreciative of your guys' uh, you know addition to the cause. It's great. You know, we you guys are on staff as much as everyone else here. So yeah, like don't. I mean, don't. you 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 guys brought more to the table the first time you came around than some people who consider themselves staff. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But I will say, definitely bring brought some serious legitimacy once you know we had coaches. I mean, it, honestly, I mean, I know we've talked about it to death, but it was such a different feel this year once we had Joe and Jim on. Yeah, staff. and yo, Mike and I talked about this. Um, we're like, this is our breakout year, man. Oh this yeah, is our breakout year. Yeah, like we yeah. talked about. I it. think the like the we had like so many like weird issues and like things that came up and like whatever and you know it was just a weird year for like just in general. Yeah. But when everybody gathered at the gate like at the end and it was just like that resounding hell yes and there was great constructive criticism there was great sustains and improves. Like, and there was just, a, like, a really general positive attitude as it literally started raining as we were going to pack up. That was, like, I think that was the icing on top of the cake that was, like, really the... Yeah. We, that, we, we accomplished what we set out to do, and I think more people this time around really felt like we we, we did what we said we would. All right, so... Go ahead, Richie. I was going to say, has anyone ever felt that before in an aerosol? I mean, that actually... No. Because no. I'll, I'll be honest, that's the first time I ever felt that way ever. Because let's be honest, when we end an event, we kind of just like, oh, we want to go home, maybe we're yeah. exhausted. Well, think about, all right, well, but, well, think yeah. about this. Roman's been doing this for, he's been doing the Vietnam Airsoft for a while, too. Yeah. And he's, he does it from the other side. Like, Roman, what are you thinking, like, based on what we're saying? You're sitting there stroking my dog. <laughs> like a bad, like, he's like stroking Rufio like he's like a villain. He's like plotting to take over the world. He, he, he is your Instagram slut. Yes, he is. He's got um, more followers than us. So, <laughs> here you go. Why, why don't you tag these bitches more? <laughs> um, yeah, so previous Vietnam events, we definitely had uh, those types of situations where I was like, oh, yeah, that was really great, and, you know, like, can't wait for the next one, and people were being constructive. That has happened in the past. Sure. Where it has happened in the past, I doubt it happens anymore. Um, it, it declined over time. Very rapidly too. This this was all positive. It was much better than in 2019. The way 2019 ended, I don't know. That was very weird because kind of people just kind of melted away. It was it it bugs me still that whole that the way everyone kind of they pretty much pussied out. I mean CJ. I think it was CJ, myself, yeah. Mike, Bear, Bear, Kyle. Spinelli and uh, Stephen Cardellos. That was like the last of the crew. And then we left out Trapani and uh, Mueller. Yeah. And everyone else left. And then like 40 fucking GIs. We were, we were almost at 50. Yeah. They had to break down that medium with like four people. Yeah. Everyone just split real fast. Yeah. yeah. So there was a definitely better sense of camaraderie. Like not just like our side, but like our whole group as everyone that attended. Yeah. That was definitely palpable at that uh, little closing ceremony we did at the gate. And uh, 
Sure, I felt that before at other events, other where people literally put their heart and soul into the events, like East Wind, where you felt that these people have no other lives except preparing for this event that happens once a year, and you felt it there, and I felt it at the closing of our event in August. You're like, I man, think it's we're a all it's, it's a it's a hard thing to come across in a community right. that's so like fucking weekend gaming oriented right, because which is like you know like oh we're gonna go out Navy exactly Seals this right. weekend, weekend capture the nuclear weapons the hajis are coming to take your women and uh yeah just go get it guys or whatever and then you fucking leave in the middle because it fucking sucks right that's uh you said it right where it's weekend oriented where it's like yeah i'm doing this thing that weekend then i got my whole other life and i don't care and yeah. i'm as soon as I'm in the parking lot, you know, screw off. And right. over here and other events that I enjoyed over my 13 years of You're doing You're not allowed this, to enjoy other events. <laughs> well, I enjoy the suck, so I really, really get to enjoy it. <laughs> um... It's, it's a different feeling when you're with this group, with the, the Bay group. You feel that they're into it. This isn't just a weekend thing. Thanks for coming. I got your money. I don't really care. I'm going to have a whole... We definitely thing. don't have your money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if anything, it goes, it goes back to the event. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> where, where people like will wrap up the weekend-long events, and it's, you know, that's it. It's out of, out of sight, out of mind. This is very different. You feel it from the group that it's a different type of situation. Like, I've seen some people show up to weekend events, like, online. I'll see their photos and whatever. And it's like, you know, it's just a skirmish thing. It's like, they got all this nom kit. And it's like, they, they're not going to ever show up to one of these events. They, they have all this kit, but it's not just about the kit. You know, like, this is why you should show up to the FARB training, you know, because that helps get you into the mindset it shows you what it's really about. It's about doing the patrolling, learning how to use all that junk you're wearing, you know? And you get to know the people there. You get to know that these are just as nerdy and uh, mm -hmm. messed up mental people like yourself. <laughs> you yeah. find your group, you find your Farooch, and uh, he latches on to you, and that's it. You're stuck with a Farooch for life. And, then he's going and, you'll, and you don't know if that's a bad thing or not. <laughs> I mean, here, we're here, still not sure. Here I am. Here I am. What? Two years later of knowing this kid, he's going through my cupboard, smelling my potato chips for Get the fuck out of here! I have a picture of. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, have that after probably I have a picture of you sneaking either. through my cabinets, smelling my potato chips, because you snuck in when we were all outside, thinking no one was around, and I watched you through the window, open my cupboards, smell a bag of chips, put them back, smell another bag of chips, and then start eating them. I just want to make sure they were fresh. <laughs> Fucking kid. He's, yeah. he's that close of a friend. He's concerned about your Is junk food. Yes. Is he? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of, well, you know, bags so... of chips yes. like a cantaloupe, right? You can't smell them to smell if they're fresh. <laughs> I don't know what happens in his nose and his brain. He's an Italian hound dog, man. Oh, my. All right, all right. You're getting off topic now. Chip hound. Come on. No, but but this this little interaction here speaks to the spirit of you know this organization and this group. You know, you get so much more out of it than just a weekend of dress up. And you know, you get a feel of that when you go to the farm training. You get a feel of these special folks. Yeah. And uh, and then you're addicted and you can't wait for the main event. And you show up and you're like, holy crap! I can't believe I have to wait another month or another year for the next one. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Is like I, I don't think it stops. Like, after once, 
No addiction Cochise, stops. That, well, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Once Cochise, <laughs> once Cochise, once Cochise, once Cochise ended, it was like, all right, what's the next thing we're doing for next year? And it already like began, you know. And and that extended not to just the uh, the staff. Staff, right? Like yeah. that was the whole feeling. Yeah, it transcended yeah. throughout. And, and that's that's the big difference from 19 to 20, where you you could feel it from the participants. And I think that is like it's not a great way to gauge growth. Because it's not statistics you can gauge, but it's like when your participants are catching the bug like that, I, I feel that's a significant factor even if I can't quantify it in statistics. Right, right. So I guess we asked the question, how did this year go overall? It went well. All things considering, it went amazing. There, there were other organizers whose events I was looking forward to that, you know, didn't end up happening at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, we, this was a weird year. Like, let's let's put the Vietnam stuff to the side. Like we were supposed to run two to three steel cogs. We really didn't get. We got one in, right? We yeah, got we one. Out one. Uh, was we it got, back in September? When did we do it, Roman? You were there. I think we did. I was September. there. It was September. It was yeah. September. All right. It was September. And then my stuff was in my trunk up until like a week ago. Really? <laughs> when I had to put away my shovel, I had to yeah. go get my snow shovel to put in my trunk. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. But see, like that, like that, that series grows a little bit. There are people who like actually like care about what happens in the event. Yeah, or more people care about the they, story. They, they were, like they come back and they're returning. They want to like, they want to fight for. Uh, what are the stupid factions' names? Uh, Sons of the uh, Sons of the Sun. Yeah, Sosa. We got uh, Fang. No, fa oh jeez, that's fucking. No, Chemical Cats. Cats. Chemical Cats. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Crystal, Crystal Cats. Cats. Crystal, Crystal Cats. Cats. Yeah. What was the fucking other one? What, CJ, what is yours? It always changes. I don't know. You always change it on me. I forget. <laughs> the fearless leader of whatever faction it is. <laughs> the, tan, the Tan faction. Tan. You can't say Tan anymore because people can't compute that. No, they can't even do tan. Oh, okay. can I put it into multicam? No. Is uh, Tropical Woodlands uh, tan? <laughs> no. I think, green tan? I think the Russian tan uniform that's actually a green uniform is actually tan, but might go by burgundy. Oh, the Gorka motherfuckers? It might be green. Yeah. Uh, this is like tan in the sun sometimes, but it's really a base of green. Can I play on tan? No! This is black. <laughs> is it tan? <laughs> yeah. So, purple, but, tan. but the thing is, at least if we're getting all those questions. That means that it is reaching people. All those events are reaching people. I think we got to, I think going into next year, which we'll talk about in the next episode for 2021, like the plan for 2021 is, uh, World War II, because we only did one more World War II event technically this year. I'm we, so disappointed. It's good. It, it's, um, we talked about it earlier, Roman, but, um, we actually are getting more signups for it. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. All right, so let's talk about highlights of this year. It doesn't have to be nom-oriented. It could be just in general as you're, with your experience on Bay. Um, if anyone, let's just go round table, put everyone on the spot right away. CJ, I'm going to put you on the spot first. What do you have as a highlight? Uh, highlight is just how we all came together, you know, and just made our event one of the best events, the best event ever, you know. We all, uh, we kind of got off the rocky start and uh, pulled it all together to make something awesome happen. You know, everybody came away and loved it and thought it was the best thing that they've ever done. Okay. All right. What about you, Fruch? 
I mean, I know it's really easy to say coaches, obviously, but I think the highlight was Dax Yang. I think I know I've said before it's it's a step. It was the stepping stone of how well our events were going to be held, and it just it, it it like I said transcended from July into August. Like we felt so good from Dax Yang how well it played out. I mean, you know, obviously the Pavin guys did an excellent job of what they did, and obviously just playing cat and mouse and everything. But it was it was a sign of good things to come, though. So when once we went back to you know Holland mm-hmm. and everything, like the vibe was still there and just with more people and you know and like obviously what what we've already been discussing for a long time is just how well coach you know coaches ended up and like you said how good we still feel afterwards. So yeah. for me, Dax Yang. Okay, what about you, Jim? Well, my limited experience with Bay, having only coaches under my belt, um, that was a highlight. Uh, that's one of the only events I did all year, but in particular, at Coaches, I think the highlight of my event was sitting in a talk in the middle of the night, nobody was around listening to radio chatter and, and not hearing anything for a while, so I put out a radio check, and I, I, I'm not sure who was on the other end, what squad it was, but he, you know, he just basically clicked, and he said, you know, bye-bye, and he's like, that was it, and I was like, to me, that was it, it was just sitting in the talk by myself, you know, having a moment, it's call it, you know, it was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I just like that. It's like a fully functional talk. That's my favorite part of like the whole talk. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there is a, there is a purpose to it. There is. It's not just the talk. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. yeah just throw grenades. In go it. go look at it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot to look in there. Yeah. And, and, and I mean that, that's besides the P520. But that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, the P, yeah, those saying the P520 that's is still different. part of our group, right? So. Yeah. What about you, Roman? All right. So I almost forgot, but. So when I when we had that village encounter that totally went not as it was supposed to go. Uh, don't get me started, Roman. No, 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 no. When I was making my video for it, I noticed that uh, when I was being uh, interviewed by uh, by uh, the officer and his interpreter, Assad, <laughs> uh, they 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 ended up uh, joking about my nuts being blown off. And then later, Assad has his nuts blown off. <laughs> and that is my highlight, because I didn't even remember that first part from our little interaction, laughing about my nuts getting blown up, and then Assad, later that weekend, getting his nuts blown up, and then me realizing that only like a week or two later when I was editing my video, I was laughing my ass off. Is that, that really happened? Yeah. We joked about that? Yeah. That's because you were wearing those weird booty shorts that were showing your nuts. You were like, where, you like had your fucking, like, you were like hyped was, up into in your my, fucking crack. I was in my box. Yeah. yeah. You saw every crevice of your nuts. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're just welcome. out there. You're out there like you're this. Well, I asked if anyone had like, booty shorts for me. I asked what about you, hot pants. What are you doing? Yeah. All right, what about you, Mikey? Highlight of the year. Highlight of the year was that uh, I'm I'm a spiritual person, so having that Huey just come out of the clouds at the end of the whole thing was like the it was like Chuck Norris appearing in the sky and just giving you a <laughs> thumbs up. It was like, yeah, it was it was it was a real like. Where we're okay. we're we're doing the right thing, but obviously coaches was huge. Um, being on the being on the crash boat on my birthday was another big highlight. It's a good way to spend your birthday. Yeah, it was yeah. a good birthday, and um, yeah, those are the only two things I can latch onto out yeah. of this whole fucking and yeah. and Bay's first uh, 
foray into the the film yeah. Uh, yeah. the film world in October was also a lot of fun to to do that movie with you and mm-hmm. yeah we had a good time yeah yeah what about you Joe um I would say my highlight of the year um you know with you guys would obviously be co-chief but my highlight of the year involving you guys is just uh you know having new friends and you know the uh, the fun that we've had so far over the year, and all, all the laughs we had. That's a good. That's and, a good one, Joe. I like that. Yeah, you know, my friend Rico says hello, and uh, <laughs> I'll creep him. But you know, other than that, you know, it's just great. It was just great to make new friends and hope this relationship goes far. Definitely, man. Definitely. So mine, I guess mine, and I'm gonna think. With the as the I guess the head of Bay's hat on is that we really got like the, my highlight is that we like this year really like I said earlier was like a breakout year like I think we got the validation that we are like the the group to go to if you really want that immersive experience with the Vietnam stuff I really want to branch out and do other experiences you know other experiences with other events and other eras and stuff like that but yeah I would say my highlight overall is just like the the validation that we are doing a good job. And I think the, the community has really expressed that to us. So we're, you know, we're thankful for that. Um, so with that, all of our highlights, do we have any improvements that we want to work on for next year? Um, that's it's kind of a tough question. Uh, I, I have a few in my head. There, it's a lot of small stuff. I don't think, I don't think it's really... I, like, I really don't want to change too much. Um, I think it's really the improvement is work on the social media. I think there is a value in in growing our social media presence. Like we get a lot of traffic from guys on Instagram that are signing up to our events. I don't know if they I don't know if they start by knowing us on Instagram or on Facebook or just general word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But I get I mean Mike Mike sees we get a lot of messages from guys asking us questions from Instagram. So I want to really want to grow that presence. I think that's my yeah. big improvement for. 2021 mm-hmm. um anyone else i'm like mike what do you have like you're 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 balls deep in this so what do you have any improvements you can think of um yeah mostly i think it's just our our i mean you've been way more on top of it than me the social media campaigning just mm-hmm. social media stuff is is a big i'm terrible at it that's fine just I, fucking i'm awful i think i, I can't gotta even remember to post i actually have an improvement for you we gotta work on our youtube presence yep yeah, that would that would help. I have more content coming out um, once I fix the hard drives that are now down again. I have no idea why I keep. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll get more That's... video content out. We have latent um, like Mad Minute Mondays to do. Yeah. We have a few more PSAs to release. Yep. We have uh, like we have content. Five, yeah. yeah, the five twenty documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have all sorts of stuff. There's a little bit of the the high quality footage from Coaches, not much. Yeah, but, I, um, I can send you what I have from my video, and we, you can kind of, if you want to compile it together and make a. I honestly, I was even thinking of doing something with what I had and doing a voiceover instead of my text over. Yeah, I just didn't it. have any time to shoot anything actually, yeah. and we didn't have a camera no, guy this yeah, year. So yeah, that's maybe that's an improvement too. Get a camera guy for next year. Yeah, we do need a an actual camera guy and not like uh, oh my cousin will do it for fucking a hundred bucks it's like no we need a, 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 like a good a, guy yeah what about you CJ what do you think improvements for Bay man 
I honestly, I I don't really know. I mean, uh, it'd be cool to get, you know, like you said, like the web presence a little more out there, reach out to uh, a little more people. But that's really all I got. I really, I mean, we've improved so much in the last year. Like, I I ain't got none right now. Okay. What are you guys? What are you, Roman? Well, we definitely saw a large quality improvement of the people on the People's Army side. Uh, that was wonderful. So that's more of a sustain. Let's keep going that direction. Okay. But improvement-wise, uh, what that side lacks is what the GIs get with their... Uh, Farb training where get together, get your stuff sorted out. Yeah, you know, I think for the event, Chris Johnson talks about it a lot. It's like the GI, at least the, the Bay GI, the Bay USGI community has like a culture, mm-hmm. and yeah, he feels that the it's there for the pavin, but it's just not as as great yet. The the culture there is uh, memes too. It's too much of a, too much of a soup when when we need just a main like piece of protein. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say this: the the fit training is welcome to Pavin, and if we get enough Pavin, we'll figure something out and accommodate them to like. I think if there's one guy showing up for Pavin, we're just gonna throw him in with the GIs. But let's say we get 10, 12 Pavin who want to come to the fit training, we'll we'll make a a Pavin based curriculum for them to. You know, it could be, what, you know, I mean, as simple as making camel rings and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that that would have saved us, even if, even if uh, we're talking about, like, if you already know how to make camel rings, that's like minus 15 minutes that a cadre needs to spend teaching the new guys how to do that. Or you can delegate it to that guy and you guys gotta go do something else. Also, if you can't figure out camel rings, like, do you have a high school diploma? Like, what, what is wrong with you? There is an art form, like What? Yeah, there's an art form. If you want to make it super nice, yes, there's an art form. But if you can't figure out how to make a fucking ring of leaves and sticks, you're a fucking idiot. No, totally sign up for our event. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't be put off by that at all. No, 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 no. They need to know. They need... This is the reality. If you can't fucking cook your own food, make camo out of sticks... Or fucking not spread out your entire fucking backpack contents when we're going to fucking move the next morning. Then don't fucking cut. Well, or you go to fit training and learn not to do that, Mike. That's the whole point of it, man. Yeah, come to fit training. Learn learn not to be the fucking retard that you were raised to be. We love you. Social media presence. (laughs) What do you mean you're not good at it? People shouldn't let me hear it. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh... Where was uh, yeah, we, we need, to, about, we need yeah. to improve that culture yeah. on the people's army Yes, side. I agree. I agree. Uh, even though as successful as a certain character might have been by ending up doing his own uh, terror campaign on the GIs, we all had to stop and figure it out and find him and bring him in. That, so That kind of stuff, I, need, I think that's a, a cadre improvement that... Uh, it's it comes out to maybe keeping a tire leash or communication guys like no one should be ending up alone 
when we yeah. talk about culture, yeah. that's a thing that should be through everyone's mindset yes. within the group. Yes. So yes. if someone in that group thinks it's okay to disappear like that, that's a problem in the culture that needs to be addressed. Agreed. Agreed. I I I would I would love to spark this debate right now because I'm feeling it. Um, I think that the fucking NBA side is is stuck in the past of this art form a little bit. I think y'all need to fucking come into 2021 and figure out what the fuck is up. Okay, I, I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think that I, well, I think that there's some like latent habits from like earlier iterations of I've, Vietnam events that that have. Can, does that make sense? Yeah, like, can, I, can I simplify what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think they're stuck in that op four mode. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where there you go. Which That's is what we when we set out to do this. They're not opt for, and we're we're obviously we're trying to make them feel like not opt for, and it's hard when like. And I talked about this, with Chris. And I'm not even blowing up a spot. He, he said he's like he's like a lot of times I was just like, all right, guys, we need to be here for this time to do this, and it's like, dude, I give you a whole spreadsheet of missions to be like, this is why we're doing this. Like, go on a patrol to it. Like, you don't just make a beeline to it to be there on a schedule. Yes, it's a, it is technically a schedule, but like. Like, so he's like, yeah, I need to, like, improve on that. Like, I need to, like, uh, you know, ham it up a little bit. Like, like think about it. When we, when we were going to places where we need to be, it wasn't like we're like, all right, guys, we're going here. We just need to be here. It was like, all right, we're going on a patrol, guys. We're going to move here and that kind of thing. Uh, like, let, let me ask you a question. Like, did you guys feel fully immersed in your NBA camp this year? Like, on, honestly, like, did you feel, like, full on? Not when I have to hear all these memes. <laughs> Precisely. So I think that there's like a disconnect from like what we want to do on the GI side and what we want for you guys on the other side. And maybe like not even just like a cadre perspective, but like imparting that knowledge onto like the, the, the kids who are coming in, like the fucking meme lords and like kids who just want, are, are there for the memes. It's like we, we need to I, like I really I want feel, more I feel like some of those attending that were part of this wrong mindset thing they were kind of dragged in it's like well my friends are going to this thing and i'm gonna tag along because that's where my friends are going sure and they're being like dragged into it so they're not even interested at all in getting into the mindset right mm-hmm. well hopefully over time that that changes or they are they you know i mean that's the the whole point is to create an environment where like either they step up to the environment that they're in or they just like get weeded out I have to say that the camp was much more cohesive in 2020 than it was 2019. In 2019, we felt more segregated. We were, like, separated around. And, uh, like, this was a group there doing that thing. There was a group there doing that thing, group there. Whereas 2020, we were much more of a solid group. I'm not even talking, like, this is a villager group. This is the People's Army group, the VC group, whatever. I mean, like, there was literally, like... Well, like, there's a click of guys there. There's a click of guys here, click right. of guys there in 2019. Whereas in 2020, we were much more unified. I got that Less feeling. clicky. I got that, that feeling. You see, there, like, every time I went over there to check on you guys, like, before the event and stuff, everyone was, like, all smiles Everybody's hanging out and having a good time. It was yeah. great. It, like, it, like the, the, the... Not every time. The morale, the morale was a, as a, as a, it was a steady high the entire event, I would say. Regardless of what experience they were expecting, it was it was like 
straight plateau. Yeah, you guys did seem high. to have really good morale this year. Yeah. I mean, when we visited before in previous years, it seemed to be like. 2019. I mean, especially, especially at like Junction. Like, think about like Junction where we had fucking terrible rains. It was downpour. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it seemed like you guys had a fucking here's, rough time here, out there. So here's the thing that I'm giving the Pavin a warning about, uh, a warning for, is that they are going to be bivouacking just like the GIs do at least one night. So like, you guys will have a camp, but you're gonna be sleeping in the dirt just like the GIs at least one night. So I would say prepare for that as a you know as a path. Ambush night, baby. Ambush night. Though it's just gonna be creeping through the woods or oh, stumbling through the woods. Stumbling through the woods. Yeah, it's it, it won't be. It, no one's gonna be running up and down cliffs in the I, middle of the night. I you know? still I still think I think Chris and mine's idea was a really good idea to have lights set up at the op. It's it's yeah, good. I know yeah. it's I know it doesn't really like fit into actually having a fucking op. It doesn't make any sense. But there's so like all right. Well, can I, there's the reality of the situation we're in. Some games try and hide that they're a video game. Like there's some concessions that we have to make at some point. Whereas like if we want true honest like night fighting, if we don't want them to get bored out of their minds like squatting in a bush yeah. until four a.m. and like and just like give up, then we need to make some like slight concessions in some areas where we like we have lighting for them I, to I be agree. able to attack a place. I agree. You but know? If, if they were quiet and listened, they would have heard sixty guys snoring. Oh yeah. So they definitely could have found us. Oh, hundred percent. Um, hundred percent. I, I we had agree lights with you on there. all night. We had all light, we had lights on all night, like just you know torch lights and stuff like that. But I'm like, talking about for like the, for the June event, June July. When was Doc saying? Oh, that uh, was July. But, yeah, that was that was whatever. Wait, no, year, that was July. Yeah, that one. Yes, it was we we couldn't fucking find you. That that side that was a nightmare. It gets so dark on that side. We couldn't find. I think you guys heard noise and opened up, and that's how we were like, oh, they're that way. And we oriented ourselves yeah, to go the, towards classic, the guy shooting. Classic GIs, just like, there's something over there! Shooting contact! Yeah, fucking shooting. Contact left! Shooting at a fucking branch that fell in the bushes over yeah. there. Yeah, um, I mean, in that in that case, Roman, as the Mike Forrest element, we probably would have... We were, we were really trying to just be quiet and hide. The GIs, obviously, we had... Maybe we can make more more obvious... Um, We'll work on that. I know Chris. Chris said it last year too. Like, yeah, we should have some kind of like string lights up in the middle of the base or something like that. Yeah, make we'll, it look we'll, like the fucking Dolong Bridge or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. There's also talks of us building a new outpost on the field. Um, so that's that's a thing that we're talking. About. I know Sully's really pushing for that. Um, the location of it is actually would be cool. The place we were talking about it. Um. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what okay. goes. I'll, so, just, I'll just find it, out later. That's fine. No, it, it was literally a talk like <laughs> yesterday. Um, it's fuck you, Sully. <laughs> um, okay, let's go back to improvements then. Uh, Ferrucci, what do you have? I mean, I know you guys covered everything, but if as long as we maintain a streamlined, you know, structure, I think that's probably the most important thing that we, you know, definitely just gotta keep moving forward with. You know, especially with our leadership. Um, just figuring out ways like, like what you've done already, just figuring out how to put a, maybe certain people need to have a leash or, you know, yeah. being able to have that, you know, still maintain cohesion within your units. 
Um, you know, that, that's how that's how I viewed why coaches would, would worked out well because I felt like you streamlined the, the, the structure. Yeah. And made it pretty easy to, you know, to talk to your higher-ups, NCOs, then you talk to the officers and everything. That went, that went pretty well this um, year for the GIs. So I guess I'm just coming from that perspective yeah. um, of, of an in, in event uh, improvement. You know, as long as we can, you know, just maintain, you know, solid communication, you know, nothing you know, exploding or anything. Yeah. Uh, just being able to, like I said, smooth out whatever rough patches we may have with one another or something. And then, um, basic, what? So basically, you know, um, just like I said, just maintaining that sort of, like I said, presence that we can just control those that, you know, are, you know. Yeah. So. That's all I have to say about that. What about you, Joe? Any improvements that you think we can work on? Oh? Joe, Napoli. Oh, any improvements, any improvements that I think you guys can work on? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, you know what? I always say this, that what we do is a very selfish hobby because everybody goes out and buys their own personal gear and you always try to look your personal best. Right. So any improvement that we can do is like Jim always says, you, you know what I mean? Look at your kit. You can always improve it and make it better. Less is more, believe it or not. Yeah. That's big on. That's big with us. Less is more for sure. What about you, Jim? Uh, Joe just said it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I. And world. And world peace. <laughs> and and <laughs> world peace. And CJ, you already went right. Got me again. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, let's say let's have everyone send. You know, do a send off. So, Ferrucci. Oh, man, I hope you guys enjoy your, your Christmas, your Hanukkah, whatever you, you know, follow. I just hope you all have a safe time. You end up seeing 2021 and all that jazz. And the wise words of Jim, have world peace. All right, speaking of Jim, Jim, you want to give a send-off, buddy? Yeah, uh, thanks for having us. And, uh, you know, happy Hanukkah and uh, Millie Kaliki Maka, as they say in Hawaii. Uh, take care, be safe. All right, Joe, what about you? Uh, same thing. Happy holidays, happy new year, Merry Christmas to all at Broken Arrow and Lila and Fred. Love you, baby. Merry Christmas. <laughs> all right, CJ. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, I think everybody said it. Happy holidays, Merry Kwanzaa for everybody <laughs> listening. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Have a happy New Year. Uh, Romagna. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, Damn it, you took mine! Fuck! Nah. <laughs> I was gonna say correctimus for the rest of us. You should, just, you you should probably in. say that later. Spoilers! See out there in the bush, but if I'm doing my job right, you won't. Alright, alright. Alright, guys, before uh, I give Mr. Come Correct the send off, this is Liam. I just wanna say uh, have a good holiday, be safe. Make sure your shit's correct. You got nine months to get it together. And I'll see you out in the bush. Christmas is the time of the year for good cheer. It's Christmas. Come, Christmas. Come, Christmas. Come, correct. And from all of us here at Broken Arrow Events, we want to thank you.
you for whatever holiday you celebrate from Chanukah to Kwanzaa to Christmas, Festivus, or even come correctness itself. Whatever holiday you celebrate, please tune in to the Bay Podcast Come Correctness Podcast Holiday Special Podcast. And from all of us here, wishing you a happy new year in the snow. Don't go to any other events except for ours. Correct me. This is Mark Strasberger from Hamilton, New Jersey, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey guys, this is Casey. Just hoping everyone comes correct for the holidays. Hey y'all, this is John Van Ness from Bravo 6. Just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Figured I'd let you know the tree ain't the only thing getting lit up this year. <laughs> this is Richie Dribble, host of the popular game show Ken Ferrucci BSU, the only game where it pays to listen to Ferrucci's bullshit. I'm just here to wish you a happy holidays and a safe new year. Merry Christmas from Mike Mueller in Fultonville, New York. Hey, yo, this is Mike Frucci from White Plains, New York. Wishing everyone a safe and sound Merry Christmas, all right? Forget about it! Hey, everybody, it's Wiki. I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And to all my GI brothers out there, a full kill tally and no bullets in the back. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Fred Wizard. I'd like to wish the Namsoft community a happy holidays, a safe and healthy new year, and I hope to see you soon at all our Namsoft events. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This is Joe from Lila. Just wishing you all a very, very happy and safe Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. God bless. This is your favorite radio announcer, Johnny Vagisil, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy Kwanzaa. Fuck you, Dickie Dribble. Yeah! Hey, this is Jeff from Colorado. Happy Holidays, Jooms. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite, Herbert. Wishing everybody a swervy and very perfect Christmas, y'all. Now it's going to play the theme song. We're going to hear Kat, Casey's raspy voice and Grimey's squeaky voice. Blah, 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 blah. Stop recording now. Hey, yo, it's the Come Correctness Christmas Special. Holiday Special. <laughs> Come Correct, the Bay Podcast, Come Correctness Holiday Special.
Alright, I'm just rolling. We need some bloopers anyway. Oh, it's that time of the year again, everybody. It's the Come Correctness Holiday Special with your host, Dick Dribble, for Roots the Mooch, and me, Hollywood, the one that you all love to hate. <laughs> That's it? No, no. This time again. Alright, so now I'm playing the, you know, the. Somebody pissed off Ray. Then my dad's gonna rant for 10 minutes. I swear to God, if okay. I have to see somebody, you know, with a freaking AK 47 there, USGI, I swear I'm gonna fucking, you know, kick him in the dick. Yeah. Listen, right. I, I don't have any feet left or hands. And sometimes I can't see, and I have to get up, and I have to clean up your poop off the ground. And, 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 then, and then I fly high into the sky, and I, I look at you all, and I just I want you to be safe. That's it? <laughs> With all that said, it looks like this is the end of the podcast, the Bay Podcast. How, what the fuck is the name? The Bay Podcast. Come Correctness Holiday Special. Bay Podcast. Come Correctness Holiday Special Our, Podcast. Yeah, the longest fucking name ever. It's time to be nice to the people you can't Say something. Hello, last correctness. Hey mister, I got a story for my Farby Brew. Keep going. I got a bitch impediment! Hey mister, you got a story for my brother? He's a bloody fob, and he needs a little Christmas story. Correct me, On top of these presents, maybe once more. And I fucked that up. If you don't come correct, I'm gonna find you.